believe everything in the book, or do you put some things in there just to cater to your base? Um, no, of course I believe everything. Right. On the 9-11 window, widows, and in particular a group that had been outspoken and critical of the administration, these self-obsessed women seem genuinely unaware that 9-11 was an attack on our nation and acted as if the terrorist attack only happened to them. They believe the entire country was required to marinate in their exquisite personal agony. Apparently, denouncing Bush was an important part of their closure process, and this part is, is the part I really need to talk to you about. These broads are millionaires, lionized on TV and in articles about them, reveling in their status as celebrities and stalked by griferazzis. I've never seen people enjoying their husband's death so much. Yes. Because they dare to speak out? To speak out using the fact that they're widows. This is the left's doctrine of infallibility. If they have a point to make about the 9-11 Commission, about how to fight the war on terrorism, how about sending in somebody we're allowed to respond to? No, no, no. We always have to respond to someone who just had a family member die. Aren't they the because then if we respond, the oh, you're questioning their authenticity. No, so the grieve, story but is, grieve quietly. No, the story is an attack on the nation. And by the that way, requires a foreign policy response. And that by the does way, not entail they also criticize the, the Clinton administration for their not the ones I'm talking about. No, they have. No, no, no. No, 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 no. But is your message to them? No, no, no. They were cutting commercials for Kerry. They were using their grief in order to make a political point while preventing anyone from responding. If you lose a husband, you no longer have the right to have a political point of view. No, but don't use the fact that you lost a husband as the basis for your being able to talk about it while preventing people from responding. Let Matt Lauer make the point. Let Bill Clinton make the point. Don't put up someone. I'm not allowed to respond to without questioning the authenticity well, but of the apparently you are allowed and to this, respond to them. Well, yeah, I did. Right, so in other words... But that is the they, point of they, liberal infallibility, of putting up Cindy Sheehan, of putting out these widows, of putting out Joe Wilson. No, 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 you can't respond. It's their doctrine of infallibility. Well, what I'm saying Have is they, somebody else make the argument I'm then. saying is I don't think they've ever told you you can't respond. So why can't they Look, make it? you're getting point? testy with no, me. No, I'm just... I think, oh. it's a, I, think it's a, I think it's a dramatic statement. These broads... You know, are, are millionaires yeah, stalked by Greek I've never seen people enjoying their husband's death so uh -huh. much. They're, yes, they're all over the news. The book is called Godless, The Church of Liberalism and Coulter. Always fun to have you. Hey, but where's Katie? Did she leave or something? She did. Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Cool. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What a bitch. Yeah. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Is it Saturday? <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? Oh, boy. Welcome to SBK Live. <laughs> uh, it's the hideout roll radio 104.1. 060706 06 here in the hideout. Uh, come on in. I am Hefe. That is my faithful companion, J Dubs. 407 916 1041 888 and Star 1041 on, our, on your singular wireless phone. Is that our new uh, 
Title now, companions, I don't life know. partners. Uh, if only they'd let us marry. Uh, also here with us, Matt Albert, third Mike and Ryder, 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin. Domestic love slaves. Chunks Corolla is our executive producer. Tommy Bateman's our director on top of the talk and roll controls. C-Lane, the unprayed producer, screens your phone calls. And uh, his boss... Jack Napier, intern, is roaming around somewhere, probably mm-hmm. working on the Hideout Headlines game show. You know, I'm figuring maybe water. That's what he's usually doing. That or eating deviled eggs, because those are the two things he can do well on the radio. Yeah. J-Dubs, it is a Wednesday night, hour one of the Hideout. We have a lot that we want to get to this evening, including recapping last night's tremendous success with the live broadcast at uh, Mako's. First of all, a very big thank you to our staff. You guys did a great job. A thank you to Patty and Sales on the third floor who did fantastic work. And, of course, thank you to Mako's. And uh, most importantly, thank you to the heretics that came out and made Halloween in June one of the most fun things that I've ever done on the radio, Dubs. It, it was, was definitely a good, good time. It was a fantastic time. There were a lot of stories from off the air that we are going to share. Go to realradio.fm to see any of the pictures uh, from last night that you may have missed. Also, too, I believe on hideoutheretics.net, there's a photo of the chick who uh, couldn't keep her top on at Mako's last Ooh. night. That also went down as well. That's hideoutheretics.net. So uh, we will tell all of those stories a little bit later on. First, though, Dubs, you've piqued my interest with this Ann Coulter who is apparently a conservative commentator, mm-hmm. and her on the Today Show. I think this is from this morning, right? Yeah, from this morning. She was on there with, uh, what's his name? I can't remember his name. Matt now. Lauer. Matt Lauer. Mr. Lonely, without his uh, cohort. Right. And uh, she just called, I guess she has a new book out, and in it she calls out the, the wives of the 9-11 uh, victims, saying that they are attention hogs, and uh, you know they, they're using their uh, death in the family to kind of uh, use it for a political reason. Yeah, in fact, I'll play more of that audio in a second, Dubs. Uh, Heretic Dolphin Greg in the 703 here in the hideout. What's up? What's up, boys? What you got? I love you guys, man. I miss you uh, not being up here in D.C. But oh, I want to give you a hug. <laughs> I was calling to see if you guys were going to bring the Negro Nation down to uh, Orlando. All right, here's the thing. This is real quick. This is something we did up in uh, Washington, D.C. We were looking. I believe there was a big story out, and uh, I feel that the black movement uh, is lacking. I had one of those today. Is lacking a true leader. You should get that checked out. Mm-hmm. And so up in D.C., we did the uh, Negro Nation debates. And we crowned the new leader of the Negro Nation, which ended up being blackness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a fantastic leader. And whenever there would be issues involving race, we would always call on the leader of the Negro Nation to speak on behalf of black folks uh, all throughout the world. Since we don't have that down here, it's been solely on my shoulders to speak for the black people. Dubs has taken that over. Yeah, and it's. I, I think I've uh, carried the ball very well. But so why's like it got to be a ball? Why is it always about sports? I didn't say bounce it. Can't be a puck. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, hey, 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 no, it can't. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. Uh huh. Don't forget to talk about the pussycat dog. Oh, you're an ass. That was literally three weeks ago, you mf'er. Um, it's funny what things just catch on and hold you for I a while, know. right? Forever I'll be tied to the pussycat dolls. <laughs> so, Jada, I'd love to do a uh, Negro Nation debate down here. Because mm-hmm. Lord knows Matt doesn't speak up. He's always uh, helping run down. 
We need two really horribly uh, people that will represent the black race horribly mm-hmm. by being basically white guys, and then two guys that actually get chicks and uh, that are over the top, that are good, <laughs> that know things about the community. Funny, That's how it was. Witty. And uh, you were on that one side of basically white man, Lincoln mm-hmm. Park and Nickelback fan. All right, Dubs, let's play more of this Ann Coulter audio. Uh, if you have comments on it, 407-916-1041, 888 very interesting to see how far someone will go, how much they'll do Chuck Jock. to sell a book. Do you believe everything in the book, or do you put some things in there just to cater to your base? Um, no, of course I believe everything. Right. On the 9-11 window, widows, and in particular a group that had been outspoken and critical of the administration, these self-obsessed women seemed genuinely unaware that 9-11 was an attack on our nation and acted as if the terrorist attack only happened to them. They believed the entire country was required to marinate in their exquisite personal agony. Apparently, denouncing Bush was an important part of their closure process. Now, let me ask you, why wouldn't they want to denounce the president who was in charge when the greatest attack on our country happened? You would think that that would be the first person they'd look at to see why and what. And if they figure out that there were a lot of things in there that could have stopped this, and he is responsible for the American people, I think they can Including put some blame defenses, on him. Especially if you if you actually lost a loved one, you have that right. I think you can put some uh, blame on him, no problem. And this part is, is the part I really need to talk to you about. These broads are millionaires, lionized on TV and in articles about them, reveling in their stuff. Yeah, using the word broad is definitely just trying to sell some books. I love uh, I love the word broad. Yeah. There's dames. Something. Dames. Chicas. You know, that whole thing going that way. Mm-hmm. Status as celebrities and stalked by griferazzis. I've never seen people enjoying their husband's death so much. Yes. Because they dare to speak out? I don't think any of them are enjoying their uh, husband's death at all. I don't think that's one thing where they're like, you know what? I'm glad this happened. Now I can speak my mind. I, I think they would much rather take the husband back and not have any political views on this at all. Thank goodness my husband is dead, so now I can be a famous political pundit. Uh, I'm willing to sacrifice the fact that my children won't have a father just so that I can go out and speak out. I'm, sh- I'm sure that's what all these women were looking at. Mm-hmm. Speak out using the fact that they're widows. This is the left's doctrine of infallibility. If they have a point to make about the 9-11 Commission, about how to fight the war on terrorism, how about sending in somebody we're allowed to respond to? No, no, no. We always have to respond to someone who just had a family member die. I, I love I love this chick's argument. I don't want to look in the faces of the victims. I don't want to have to spit in the face of someone who actually lost someone on 9-11, but that I makes will. It, that makes it too real to me. I'd like to be able to argue with somebody uh, <laughs> who this didn't directly affect. These scallywags. How about this? How about not arguing with someone who uh, had a family member die? I'll tell you what, these millionaire wenches. These carpetbaggers. <laughs> Justice in the 321. What's up, Justice? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, first great night last night. Thank you uh, very much. You and your wife came out, had a great time at Mako's. Uh, got blast. your, got your blast. fifth edition of the Hideout T-shirts. What do you got on the topic, Justice? Listen, this, I've actually met Ann, and she's a right-wing Nazi biatch. Um, yeah. Yeah. She's a, She's got a major problem with other women because she can't get a man. And now, now here's the funny thing about her, too, and thank you, Justice. She looks like Skeletor. Well, the right wing finds her very hot, very sexy, as Ann Coulter to them. And I can understand it. 
just because uh, I give a little leeway to uh, chicks if I really like their attitude and if their attitude's really cool, I will think, ah, that makes them a little more hot. You know what's funny, though, in all, in all honesty? I uh, Before I met your mother, mm-hmm. I thought she'd look like Ann Coulter. <laughs> really? I swear to Christ, I thought she would look like Ann Coulter. No worse. She looks like Ann Coulter if Ann Coulter, like... Was a handbag? Yeah. <laughs> well, My no. leathery mom. Like if Ann Coulter decided not to work out or something. <laughs> And, had a and have children. Mm-hmm. Now, now, your mom is still beautiful. I think no, she's, she is. she's a great lady. I'd hit it. Not gonna lie. That doesn't make her beautiful. You're right. Doesn't make her beautiful at all. Because I put a much, any much, uh, anyway. Yeah. But um, I will say this though. I could see a little bit of Coulter in your mom. Yeah. That's that's kind of the trashiness of her. The bleach blonde hair. The tan. <laughs> Their no, so the story grieve, but is, quietly. No, the story is an attack on the nation. And by the that way, requires a foreign policy response. And that by the does way, not entail they also criticize the, the Clinton administration for their failures leading no, up to not, not the ones I'm talking about. No, no, no. no. <laughs> not the ones I'm talking about. So, hey, uh, there's some good ones out there. There's some good ones of you out there. Uh, that's not the ones I'm uh, directing my anger at. I love the argument. Very blanket statement when you say the widows. I love the argument of... Can you guys please give us someone to argue that hasn't had someone die in this tragedy? Yeah, because I don't want, I, you know, it's just difficult. I don't want to talk back to them because it actually happened And, it, to and them. it's almost like it's the left's fault. How, how dare you have these widows, these widows of 9-11? How dare you liberals, like somehow the left wing came up with these women? Yeah, we just dug them out of the ground. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Heretic Historian in the 407, what's up? Man, I won't even want to comment how stupid Ann Coulter is that see you next Tuesday, but i got to go with Dubs here. Dubs, yeah. I wouldn't have sex with her if I was wearing a space suit and effing her with a strap on the size of a yardstick. Man. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to have to dump that. It was yeah. just a little oh, graphic. A little bit graphic, but he wouldn't bang her no matter how protected he was. And He said even with a spacesuit on and, let's say, an extra apparatus, he wouldn't even go there on Coulter. I tell you, I probably would. I've done worse. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 But no, is no. your message to them No, 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 just they were cutting commercials for Carrie. They were using their grief in order to make a political so point while preventing anyone from if responding. If you lose a husband, you no longer have the, the right to have a political point of view? No, but don't use the fact that you lost a husband as the basis for your being able to talk about it. All right, hold on. If you didn't lose the husband, more than likely you wouldn't be so pissed. That's the reason for your anger, you moron. It's not like you trying to sell a book or have a gimmick. They actually had something happen to them in their lives. They they, they are very affected by this, which means they've probably looked into it a lot more than the normal person. It actually affected them. Yes. Their life specifically. Not yours. Trying to come up with a gimmick, trying to come up with a niche so that you can be on Limbaugh and Hannity and be a mouthpiece on Fox News. So a bunch of rednecks can read your book and say, you know what? That makes sense. I'm going to hate on these uh, women who lost their husbands, too. So they can be plastered all over the Drudge Report like you are? You Skeletor bitch. Preventing people from responding. Let Matt Lauer make the point. Let Bill Clinton make the point. Don't put up someone... Wrong. You don't want Matt Lauer making the point, because then it's the liberal media. Mm -hmm. You whore. I hate you. Die.
not allowed to respond to without the questioning the authenticity well, of the belief. you are allowed and to this, respond to them. Well, yeah, I did. Right, so in other words... But that is the they, point of they, liberal <laughs> infallibility, of putting up Cindy Sheehan, of putting out... There's another one. Cindy Sheehan lost her son in uh, the war in Iraq. Somehow she is a terrible person. And now she's bad because she doesn't want other mothers to lose their sons. Just because she's really ugly doesn't mean she's terrible. These widows are putting out Joe Wilson. These no, widows. They can't respond. It's their doctrine of infallibility. Well, what I'm saying Have is they... somebody else make the argument. I'm saying... How dare you lose your husband so I can't, you know, debate you? How dare you? Thing is, I don't think they've ever told you you can't respond. So why can't they? But make you're getting point? testy with no, me. No, I'm just. I think it's a. I think it's a, I'd punch I you in the face. Dramatic statement. I don't think. I think he's being more cool than she is. She's getting more testy than uh, than he is. She's trying to sell a few books. These broads, you know, are, are millionaires. Yeah, you think by I shouldn't be able to respond? I've never seen people enjoying their husbands' death so uh -huh. much. They're, yes, they're all over the news. The book is called Godless, The Church of Liberalism. Yeah. She's got no argument. Always fun to have you. Hey, well, where's Katie? Did she leave or something? She did. Uh, there's that charming wit from Ann Coulter. Yeah, well, just kind of stabbing it in him a little bit. Hey, what happened? Hey, what happened? Where's the troll that used to sit next to you? Hey, she's she's cute. Bill in the 407. What's up, Bill? Hey, uh, the thing about the woman is she's pretty smart and she's about right, but why would you send your husband back to a place that already had been tried to blown up previously, you know? I You're mean, kidding, right? They were to work. You're kidding, right? They, they That's where they worked. That's their job. I mean, that's, that's where they worked. That's their job. But would you go back to a place that's been blown up before? Well, I mean, I'm... I don't think so. I don't think uh, you would expect planes to run into your building no matter where you worked. And that's the mentality. Like, that's what's so weird. It's Just, their fault for working there. Yeah, you basically said the people who died on 9-11, it was their problem for going into that building because it had been attacked. We once. should let the terrorists win every time because if uh, they let a bomb off anywhere, we shouldn't return to it. It should become a ghost town. Right. It should no longer exist. Like it's Silent Hill. He's complete. Yeah, exactly. He's completely let the terrorists win. Congratulations, Ann Coulter. That's the person who follows you. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Oh six, oh seven, oh six, in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Just looking over the photos from last night's party at Mako's, specifically, and we'll talk about it a little bit later on. Recap the party. But the photo of Matt Albert and his first kiss with his girlfriend. It's, uh, thank you to, uh, Oscar. And I have a lot of on, questions about that. On hideoutheretics.net, who posted that one from his camera phone, looked really, really good. All the photos are going up. They're also on realradio.fm on the hideout page. And then there's photos of the Mako's girls. There's photos of the chick who couldn't keep her top on. Mm. There's photos of the big baby, Uncle Buck, C-Lane, Candy Lane, as we're going to call him from now on, because he looks like John Candy. Um, that's up all on uh, hideoutheretics.net and also on the hideout page on realradio.fm. Uh, the hell just walked in the studio. Jesus. Chunks in his pedophile <laughs> costume. Wearing it again today. Drunky the Bear, who was out there. Hey, that's the other, Well, we'll talk about it more, but a really quick, just right now, thank you to Drunky... SBK and Shannon Burke, who all came out and supported last night. The guys over at Real Rock? Yeah, the boys over at Real Rock from Against the Grain, Saturday nights at midnight. 
Uh, it was just really, really cool, so thank you to all them dubs. Now, I've always, for the longest time, a couple of things really quickly. Um, I guess there is a video game. There's a, like, Muslims are now coming out with video games mm -hmm. that are there to be positive for... For Muslims? Yes. Um, to be released in September... Al Quarish is a strategy game that tells a story. Can you guys pick another month except for September? <laughs> what is that? Is that your Christmas? That tells the story Christ. of the first 100 years of Islam's history from the viewpoint of four different nations. How about a nice November? What do you mean? Can't have December. That's ours. I'll give you a January, maybe even a March. Yeah, March or April, I'd say, is probably one of the most boring months. Nothing happens in May. Tommy in the 407. What's up, Tommy? Oh, Hefe, no you fat wet back. Go back to Mexico, you beamer. A beamer. You oh, you're a car it's, now. It's been so long, you, you've you even forgotten how to say beamer at this point. No, you fat. All right. You Audi. <laughs> how dare you. You Chevy. Mitsubishi. Suzuki bastard. Idiot. I'd be a Fiat. <laughs> um, Instead of the faggot that you are right now. <laughs> Come on, I hate that word. I was there, though. I had to. I understand. I guess there's already two games that they put out, including one called Under Siege, mm -hmm. that is uh, kind of telling the plight of the Palestinian people. But I always said there was going to be a 9-11 video game. I guess there already was. Yeah, I, I saw this news story about a week ago. Back in 2002, there was uh, New York Defender where you would go on and try to shoot down planes before uh, they get to the World Trade Center. i got the news story right here. All right. Disturbing video game about 9-11 is circulating on the Internet. Lisa Hughes is working the story. She joins us now in the studio. Lisa? Sarah, I think for a lot of people, this could not feel less like a game. The images are reminiscent of a terrible day in our history. No, the, the images are reminiscent of uh, Top Gun for Nintendo. Right, That's, I, it's terrible. I uh, I did like Top Gun on Nintendo, though. If you look at it now, it's... Ha landing that plane on the aircraft carrier was one of the toughest yes. things to do. Yes. Uh, just a side note, but did she say about 9-11? Instead um, of, like, about? It sounded like... Possibly. She said about. It's a, it's a uh, Boston... Uh, TV uh. station, so they, they get a few things wrong. And while some would say it's in bad taste, we talked with a woman who lost her husband on 9-11 who says it's really a lot worse. They owe every family who lost someone on 9-11 a personal apology. Cindy McGinty is taking aim at the makers of an internet video game, New York Defender. It encourages players to, quote, use your mouse and fight back by shooting down planes before they get to the World Trade Towers. Now, here's the thing. If you were trying to fly the plane, I think you would owe an uh, apology. But you're trying to save the day. Still, though, at the same time, if you're shooting down the planes, there's still innocent Americans who are on those planes that you're then blowing out of the air. But wouldn't we have wanted that I, this more? This is a no-win situation. I mean, why even do that? If they miss, the planes hit the towers and the buildings crumble, just as they did on 9-11. Many people don't connect. What happened with people actually died. My family was changed forever. So how could that possibly... Ann Coulter would be screaming at this lady right now, Shut up! Shut up! How dare you try to profit and be on the news? 
in anybody's mind, be an appropriate game. Cindy's husband, Mike McGinty, was working in one of the towers that day. I know, based on where Mike was in the building, he was trapped and died in the collapse. So when I watch games like that, that's the vision that goes through my head. Come on. For nearly five years now, Cindy and thousands of other families have lived with that grief, which is why this so-called game feels insensitive and insulting. I can't think of any motivation other than a sick mind, really. People don't get the connection. It's not real to them. And let me tell you, it's real to my family and real to all the other families who lost someone. Well, this game has actually been around since 2002. Today we emailed different That's sites that soon. host the game to yeah. find out why they decided to offer it, although so far we've not received a response. I'm Lisa Hughes, CBS 4 News. Wow, that's a, uh, 2002. Let's go ahead and throw this out here. You know, and is it just our society, J-Dubs, or is it society as a whole, where now it's like there's no such thing as time, giving time to a tragedy. Yeah, it's, it's, the, we the whole to, thing has always been tragedy plus time, where you can do these kinds of things, well, make a joke. That equals comedy. Well, usually, comedy, right? and uh, even like uh, like the, I know they they have like these World War Two type uh, video games and these uh, these. Uh, you know, movies about war and everything. Usually, you, there's a tragedy going on. You don't really take advantage of it until the time has passed. Not right, exactly. Uh, Stardom in the 407. You're in the hideout. What's up? Hello. Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Hey, no, it, it's a good point. Like uh, Dove just said, you have Ghost Recon. You have all those video games that portray what happened years ago. What, what's the time frame? What, what are you? How long is enough? All right, now, let me you? let me ask you. What do you think, Stardom? Is is there a time? Do you give it a generation or two? Do you give it? I don't say a full generation. Ten years? You don't because think about it. It, it. it happens. You still you have to learn from what what's occurred, and you keep moving. Something happened, and it, it's going to happen down the road. There's other things that may occur. My opinion. My opinion is, you know, I, I, I may not be into this game. I may think it's insulting or whatever, but I don't think it shouldn't be out there. Exactly. You have to expose it. It has to be done. It may be the certain context and how you do it, but think about it. Look at the video games. You grab uh, uh, Arab and you shoot him and stuff like that. Right. It happens, but come on. It, it, it's just our society is different. How about if there was a video game if... They did that in, in in Iraq or something, grabbing us and shooting us like that. Oh, well, that's what I was talking about. The Muslim video games, they're starting to, not specifically us, but they're starting to come out with these four, you know. Yeah, these kind of... And it's uh, for young Muslims to have a positive self-image because everything they see right now is that they're the enemy. They're the enemy. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, here in America, we have the point of view, they're the enemy. Obviously, they're... They but, feel like they're under attack. Yeah, and... Uh, it's all about perspective. And if we were feeling like we were the bad guys all the time, we would want to try to put that out, too. And that's why we do put these kinds of things out there where we show the uh, the big white soldier as a hero. Exactly. Nicholas Cage saves the day. Mm -hmm. Matt in the 407 here in the hideout. Real quick, we've got to go to break. What's up, Matt? Yeah, uh, I just wanted to make a point that, you know, in Japan a couple years ago, one of the top games was Medal of Honor, Rising Sun, which is where you as an American soldier in World War II beat up and killed Japanese soldiers. I'm just saying, why it's do Americans game. take movies and video games so seriously? Why is it such a big deal? Uh, you know, I, uh... When you have a personal attachment to something, I can see you not wanting to be into it. But I don't see, you know, trying to get it taken away. Right. No, I understand the point, man. That's a very good point, Matt. That there is something about we've got our uh, 
what is it, collective panties in a wad when it comes to things like this, that there's something more there. Mm-hmm. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I always said there was going to be a 9-11 video game. I had no idea there was already one. Came I guess out just since, a year later. Yeah, 2002 it came out. Where you're trying to shoot down the planes. The Truth in the 407. What's up, Truth? What's going on, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, man, look, there's no there's no grieving period in America anymore. It's all about the dollar, you know? If you, if you look at video games, movies, books. I mean, for God's sakes, go to your local bookstore and look at how many books are out on 9-11. You know, uh, you from know. Mo- for months after 9-11, two, three months after 9-11, books started coming out, and there's hundreds of them, hundreds of them. All right, now that's, and, a, that's a fantastic point. Hold on a second. Because you're right. Somehow it's okay for books to come out, but then when it translates into other media, that's when people kind of start getting a little uh, upset there. And it, it is interesting on how many books are rushed out just on the time-sensitive uh, appeal to it instead of sitting down truly writing a book that could incite people instead of just trying to write a book about the subject that will sell uh, uh, copies no matter what. So the truth stance is that, you know, it's not about grieving. It's about, hey, let's make some money, right? And you know what? As far as the laughing process goes, every one of those authors, no matter what their site was, were laughing all the way to the bank. Uh, All right, there you go, man. That's a very good point. I did not even think about how books, it's okay for books to come out. Yeah, when you put it on film or something, then all of a sudden, hey, it's too soon. Yeah. However, he's right. There are, I bet there'd be close to but, two, uh, 3,000 books on 9-11. But uh, when, when there's a, a documentary, no, no one really threw a stink about documentaries coming out. It, it's when, I, but if there's like a dramatic novel about 9-11, people would be throwing a stink about it. Stan the Man in the 407. What's up, Stan? Hey, man. I just wanted to comment on, you know, kind of the sensitivity period with video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in my opinion, part of the problem is, you know, it, wherever the political scene is at the day is what dictates what is, I don't know, copacetic to put out in a video or not. And the interactive, you know, if you came out with a video game called plantation master and it you know you you were able to buy slaves or it would be a huge problem and uh you know, a huge, huge hit. hit yeah huge i'm hit. worried that it would sell really really well that's well, what you, you, you know what i mean it, it, it might it, it might be a money maker maybe i've given that up but <laughs> right that, the that, that being said you know i mean <laughs> it's that, it's been a long time, but there's some healing to be done there, and there would be some real stunk, you know, stinky things. Uh, you know, around. now that's a, that's an interesting, and that's another good point, Stan. The man is sometimes there are hot button issues. Mm-hmm. You pull something up about race, maybe you have an abortion video game, right. a gay marriage video game, you know, something like that. You know, the usual things that get thrown out, you know, during an election year. Then that's when you start to hear this whole big hubbub. That's a good point, Stan. The man, thank you, brother. The four hundred seven coming in real uh, real well with their calls tonight, though. I'll have some watermelon. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hmm. I want to be a tester for that plantation game. What's odd, though, you could see it. Oh, sadly, here's what's... Mm-hmm. I can already see, like, that game. 
Oh, definitely. And how it go? Uh, that would not be a hard one to create as far as coming up with what the goal is. Well, you know what would happen? It would be one of those internet games where people are selling their people on eBay and everything yeah. back and forth. Like, you know? a, like a World of Warcraft. Yeah. yeah. I got a big buck. He's going for around <laughs> 1000 Right. It, I could see. He's a purebred. Uh, here's the thing. We, <laughs> we say it now. Oh, man. I guarantee it's out there somewhere. It's, there's I, something. I, I never that. thought there'd be a 9-11 video game, well, but there you, already was. Do you remember that uh, that there was uh, a game that, who who were those girls, uh, the, those young little Nazi girls? Prussian Blue. Prussian Blue. Uh, they had uh, white supremacist video games they played on their computer. That's all they were allowed to play. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I was just kind of, I didn't even think about it. But, so I know they're out there. Just hidden deep within the depths of... Uh, I'm sure if you go to the right sites, they're right out there in the open. We just don't visit that area of the web often. Do I, have- I do worry about... I do worry about, like... I'm sure Tommy could find it now, hmm. but then Googling it. Uh, what were you boys doing? What was going on in the hideout last night? I thought you were supposed to be doing a show. <laughs> How about to have fun, too, aren't we? Rick in the 407. What's up, Rick? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, you were talking about it wouldn't be long until we see, you know, abortion video games, gay video games, things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, over in Japan, there's uh, a huge array of uh, <clears throat> gay video games, not speaking from personal experience. The Sims. But, uh, yeah, you, you, you can be gay in The Sims. And there's actually one that's a huge hit, well, not a huge hit, but a pretty big hit here. You might have heard of it. It's called Fable for the Xbox. Yes, I have heard of Fable. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, in that game, there's a lot of realistic elements, and one of them is you, you can get married, and you have the option of marrying another guy. And you can even... That's not realistic. Like, <clears throat> yeah, not here in America, maybe in the Netherlands. <laughs> uh, you can get into bed with the guy, all that kind of stuff. All right, thank you. In fact, I think that's a game that my chick is playing right now. Really? On the PC. I'm pretty sure she's playing Fable at this point. Remember when Night Trap came out? I think that's the game that spawned, like, all the ratings and stuff, because it was just one... It, I think it was one of the first games... That was just so blatantly offensive, because all you did, I don't know if you remember it, you went around and snuck into chick's rooms, and you basically just kind of took advantage em? of them. Yeah. What was this called? It was called Night Trap. They made it for the Sega CD. You can look it up online. There's, that's... I thought it was called The Fat Man Diary. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was There's a lot of that. chick raping going on in your, yeah, uh, your a... head. Now, do you think the abortion video game would be Sandman from the Apollo with his big hook on the cover? <laughs> Get off the stage. It's a hot body. Get out of the uterus. Radio 104.1. Didn't take long, Dubs. What's going on? Exploring Maryland's roots. Build your plantation. (coughs) Game. Although I'm looking over it, it doesn't seem to have anything concerning slavery. Well, except for the plantation part. However, it's it's tiptoeing around it. Ethnic cleansing game. Really? Mm hmm. What's uh, involved in that? Racist computer game developed by Renaissance Records, or Resistance Records. Yeah. An underground music label specializing in neo-Nazi and white supremacist bands. Does it say the plot of the game? In the game, the protagonist, you can choose to either be a skinhead or a Klansman. Oh, well, at least there's diversity. There's options. You get to run through the ghetto murdering black people before (laughs) descending into a subway system to murder Jews. Ouch. Oh, Why do you have to go to the subway system to get to them? Finally, he reaches the Jewish Control Center. What's that? Where Ariel Sharon, Prime Minister of Israel, obviously it's not updated. JCC. Uh, <laughs> is directing plans for world domination. The player must kill Sharon to win the game. 
The player, uh, the game was developed using Genesis 3D, an open source game engine. Christ Almighty! And obviously, <laughs> uh, Anti Defamation League and everybody hopped all over this one. Why? I wonder. Yeah. I didn't hear anything wrong with that. Kristen in the 407, you're in the hideout, obviously, you're joking. Uh, it's sarcasm huh? for those who don't get it. What's up, huh? <laughs> Trust me, people mishear things all the time. Go ahead, Kristen. Sorry, sweetie. Um, I was just calling in response to the guy that mentioned how tons of books came out right after 9-11. Mm-hmm. The thing to realize with that is, is that the kids that are playing these video games aren't going to go to Barnes & Noble and pick up you know, even if they're graphic, even if they show pictures of the destruction afterwards, they're not going to go and pick up the book. So the video games allow these kids to just relive anything, all these, like, violent things, which I'm not, I mean, I'm fine with having the video games out, but... Right. Uh, well, well, I mean, but it is interesting, though, that there can be a flood of books. It's just, a, and not even so much saying that, it, you know, there's anything right or wrong with it, but that there can be a flood of something in one media, and it'd be okay, but when then when it transfer over, transfers over to television or movies... And I can understand the demographic that uh, each one's aiming at, and, you know, you kind of trying to be a little uh, protective of that right. demographic. But I, I, I don't think we should censor... Uh, these people from making these games or anything like that. Oh, no, me neither. I'm all for it. Hey, free speech and all that. But the the fact of the matter is that the video games, like if you look at like Medal of Honor and and all those war games, they're a lot more graphic. You're throwing grenades. You've got oh, a yeah. sniper rifle, you know. And in, in the book... I love the sniper rifle. There's, mm. <laughs> me too. There's the blood goes everywhere. That, all right. That relates to it, so... All right, thank you, Chris. Appreciate it, sweetie. No problem. Uh, 407-916-1041, Well, there it is a little bit, Dubs. Uh, I love video games. I'm mm-hmm. looking for a new one. I'm all over the NBA Live right now just because, you know, it's that time of the year. But um, I'm done with Resident Evil 4. I need The Godfather really... was really good. I enjoyed that one. And uh, the new Bully is going to come out, where you're just a kid in the schoolyard beating up kids. Yeah, I don't think I'm into that. I was looking at maybe getting the Da Vinci Code video game, but I'm like, I already know the plot, so what fun would that be? I kind of want to... Here's, here's what's odd and what's scary about these video games. Because of the Resident Evil 4, I'm looking for a nice shoot 'em up mm-hmm. I'm looking for something where I can do a little killing. And I don't know if that's wrong or what. I like I prefer doing the zombie thing, though. I don't know if I can get into war games. It seems a I, little too real for me. You know, I didn't like the war games at first, but there's something about, uh, like, you have to get a good one. There's a lot of bad ones out there that just are, are too much of the stealth or something, you know, but there's a there's you a know, lot of fun in that. You know what I have that some sitting at home, we've given it out, is the Ace Combat 2. Yeah, why haven't you played that yet? I just, I, I completely forgot that I have, I have it, like, sitting in my bag. Try that one out. Which is the bottomless pit. I've got so much stuff in that bag. I've got about seven razors. Mm-hmm. Uh, some hideout t-shirts. Oh, I've got so many shirts in my bag, I don't know why. Everything but show prep, you know? There's obviously none of that in there. But I got video games and razors. I could live off of that bag if I needed to. Just papers with doodling on them? Yeah, however, learn nothing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely nothing in that. Alright, Dubs, uh, coming up next. By the way, oh, I want to remind people, too. Uh, tomorrow, here at the Clear Channel Compound, we are having... A job fair. It is a real radio job fair from noon until 6. If you think you have what it takes to be a member of the Real Radio crew, they're going to do interviews on the spot. 
and we are looking for positions for the Real Radio Promotions Department only. Real Radio.fm, keyword job fair. Uh, I know a lot of heretics are coming up for this one, right, Chunks? Is that is that the word that you're getting? Yeah, that was the big question last night. Just questions about the fair. Just show up there. And, and, and here's what's cool about the jo- promotions thing, all right? Mm-hmm. Essentially, you would be getting paid to come help at things like last night's Mako 666 live broadcast, the monster events, the Burke events, the file events. You know, you help out here, give them, making sure people have their prizes, the prize window, that kind of stuff. You know, you'd have always have uh, access to a hideout T-shirt. Yes. And all of the swag. Which is pay like. enough. But uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, the fifth. Here's what's funny, real quick, about the fifth edition of the hideout T-shirts. They were wrong. Mm-hmm. They were still really cool. I really like what uh, we got. They were badass, but it's kind of like those collector cards where we didn't mean for that to happen. So that's going to be the only print of those shirts. And they're the the company is sending us the actual ones. The so, ones that we uh, had on the website. Yeah, that we had up on realradio.fm, so we'll be giving out more of those a little bit later on. But anyway, just want to make sure you guys know about this promotions uh, job fair tomorrow right here at the compound, fourth floor, AA, it's from uh, noon to 6. Mm-hmm. So come on out, realradio.fm, keyword job fair. Who's doing the interviews tomorrow, do you know? Wild, um, I, Wild Bill? I'm not <laughs> sure. I don't, I don't think Wild Bill. Do you want to work for... Satan. Satan. Do you? Do you think I'm joking? Because you could just get the hell out of here right now. That's a sales guy <laughs> on the third floor. Very good guy. He's cool. Uh, promotions got us doing it? I'm not really sure. I think maybe it's the hot, like the general... Um, Hiring the hot? person? Yeah. Did you say hot at first? Yeah. I heard hot. I heard hot, too. That's a uh, general... Don't you go hitting on the hiring. promotions, people. All we right? We can't have that happening. We can't people have them uh, unlocking the Venezia code on this... You know, we cannot have any sort of fraternizing or, you know, relationships that are unnecessary and uh, possibly even wrong. Company Inc. Leave the smoke breaks just like that. Just smoke breaks. Okay. So don't get too involved. I'll stay away from you know with labeling adjectives on that promotion staff. Mm -hmm. They're great people, and they don't need you hanging around them. Get into their music. It's a hideout, low radio. Wearing long shorts. What a fun Tommy. Yeah. Oh, God, Tommy. Tommy. Oh, God, Tommy. I'm ready, Snake. Are you? Hour two of the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. Wednesday night dubs. Yes. Yes, sea lane. Really quick, uh, during the break, uh, Autumn from Mako's called Autumn with the Bottom, and she Ooh. wanted to uh, pass along a thank you to everybody. She had a great time at the party. Uh, in fact, there are very good pictures, yeah. revealing pictures of Drunky and Autumn with the Bottom on RealRadio.fm and HideoutHeretics.net. And all thank yous can be delivered right underneath my council. She is a uh, very l- tall girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she's sexy as hell. You would almost call her an Amazon woman because she's just she's like. Well, I can't see from uh, in my booth when the the girls come in here and everything. I can't really see anything but big silhouettes. Mm-hmm. And I just saw like what was just a big tall woman walking by. I'm like, what the hell is going on in here? But she is very hot. Oh, her uh, also too. Jen, who did the uh, the swing dance last night, the pictures of her and C-Lane 
uh, Jen, who went by Dark Angel on the uh, Makos last mm-hmm. night, just uh, ceiling d- destroys them, but she's still really, really hot. And then Brianna, yeah. <clears throat> Miss Perfect, Miss uh, Stop stealing my line, Miss Ten, indeed, Miss Eleven. If you will, I called her uh, 100, but whatever. Hey, Dubs, really quickly, I know we got the promotions job fair tomorrow. I got seven quick tips. Okay. For interviewing, for those of you who are graduates, you know, and all that kind of, you're looking for a job tomorrow coming up to be a real radio promotions person. Just really quickly, seven helpful interview tips. Always be prompt. Dress appropriately. Huh. Make eye contact. Creepy. Pay attention to the small details. Like how many buttons they have on their blouse. Uh, turn off your <laughs> cell phone, which is a big one now. You wouldn't have had that one a few years back, but yeah. that's a big one. Keep that even, even turn it off, vibrate. Just completely turn it off. Yeah, because sometimes even when it's on vibrate, you can uh, you'll feel and you'll see the guy feeling in his pocket, you know, trying to trying feel. to cut it off. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, keep up to date on breaking news. You know, maybe about the company or this, that, and the other, or even just uh, conversationally. And also, too, if you can, bring, bring work samples. Now, I don't know how that's going to apply for promotions job here tomorrow for the career fair at uh, Clear Channel and Rural Radio. Bring tape. But uh, nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Show them how you can hang a banner. Bring a banner that you've stolen from one of the events. Can you plug in stuff? Uh, very good. <laughs> You're hired. Congratulations. Uh, Dubs, joining us in the height, I saw this very interesting article mm-hmm. about... Workplace etiquette, and you know here, and radio were the biggest offenders. Just of having no etiquette whatsoever? None at all. I hear, what? Right. I always I hear Moira occasionally from the Phillips while talking about the disgusting people who walk around barefoot. Yeah, like chunks. Uh, and me. Oh, you walk around barefoot, too? I'm, I'm one of those guys, man. I got sandals on. I don't always want to wear them. I'll just, walk around barefoot. I just walked out of the bathroom barefoot. What? God, your feet are going to get uh, infected with all kinds of fungus. I just started taking my shoes off back here, so I just keep having my socks on. I see that. There you go. Uh, Sounds more comfortable. When I leave here and I'm just wearing white socks and I've walked around in just my white socks, because sometimes even if I wear shoes... You'll take off the shoes? Uh-huh. I, uh, I get home and they are... I may as well have wiped with the socks. And they are just so Well, complete. you said you walk around the bathroom with them, and I'm sure people don't have the best damn in the world. It's really disgusting. Even, even when they're squatting. Uh, Dubs, here to teach us a little etiquette, and a little bit more than that, too, is uh, I'm going to say it's Pamela Lenahan. Or Lenahan. I'm, th- I'm going Lenahan, you're going Lenahan. Um, author of What You Don't Know and Your Boss Won't Tell You. Also the website, too, Pamela dot com. We'll just call her Pam. How about that? Pam, I want to know who's right. Pam, you're in the hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Who's right, Pam? How to say your name? Lenahan. Somebody's from Boston. There. <laughs> all right. I, I screwed that one up. Um, all right. Now, what are some of those common mistakes that people will make in the office? Oh, well, one of the mistakes is that you think everybody's your friend, and they're not really your friend. You know, you call each other by first name, but mm-hmm. your boss is just calling you by first name because that's sort of the way we do it in business. But he or she really doesn't expect you to be a friend, expects you just to be a business colleague. Now, is that a problem? Like, should you go above and beyond trying to make buddies where you work, or does sometimes is that a little sticky? Because people spend so much time at work now, 
you and between work and family, it's tough to have an outside life. You're almost kind of forced to to be buddies with the people you hang out with. Is that is that too wrong, or you just have to be leery of you know not everyone's uh you know cool with you? Well, you just have to go slowly. You know, you realize that not everybody is going to be your friend. Someone once told me that the people who love you are not at the office. So some of these people are going to develop into friends, but just take it slow. Not everyone is going to be your best friend. Yeah, I, I've uh, heard of a lot of people who go right into the job and expect to be friends with everybody right away, and they're usually sorely disappointed. Right, especially when you're new in the office. You Maybe if you move into a new area, you think that, that everyone is going to be your instant social life. But, in fact, it's better to have your social life out of the office. Mm-hmm. And some people will become part of that, and you'll develop friendships. But most of them really won't, because most of them already came to the job with a full set of friends from somewhere else. Right. Now, that's weird. Maybe we're just a little bit different, because the only friends I have are here. Uh, I've uh, I've tried playing like in baseball leagues and stuff like that to get buddies outside of work. Never really happens. No, I always hate people outside of work, really. Outside of work, I don't really tend to find people that I enjoy hanging out with. It's in here. It's when we have the open door that I find the friends that but, I hang out with. But again, we are the exception as opposed to the rule being in a business like radio mm-hmm. as opposed to somebody else who you know has their 9 to 5 and does whatever they do. Uh, Pamela Linehan here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1, author of What You Don't Know and Your Boss Won't Tell You. Uh, I saw in the article, it was in the Chicago Sun-Times, you said one of the big problems is that people feel like the office is the extension of their home. Talk about that. Well, sometimes you feel that whatever you like to do is what everybody else should like to do. But what you forget is your family has to put up with you, but your business colleagues don't. So let's say that you're uh, one of these women who likes to wear, you know, really short sleeve things and you like to have everything pumped up really warm. Well, it's like most offices I've been in, the guys are wearing, you know, longer sleeve shirts and they want a little cooler. And you can get into these sort of big fights about even silly things. So I think the realization is you've got to live with a whole group of people who may have different ideas about how well, how much you talk on the phone or how much you use the Internet or even what the temperature is in the office. So uh, you've got to fit in. You can't expect everyone to fit around you. All right, let me give you a scenario, Pam, and so let's see, uh, let's see wh- like how you would tell us to handle it. Here at the Clear Channel Compound, there's a, a, there are a couple of people in their cubicles mm-hmm. who insist on blaring their music really, really loud. When we're trying to do work. Um, is uh, How do you approach that without being... A real ass, but still at the same time, you know, like what do you do? How do you how do you approach something like that, Pamela uh, Linehan here in the hideout? Well, if they really like to hear music really loudly, maybe they should be using earphones, or maybe they should be using Jimmy D. Uh, pardon me. S- sorry, I was calling out the person who does it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I think that's a common problem because some people work well to music and some people don't. And even if you like music, you may not like the other person's music. So if you're going to be in an office environment that's open like that and you want to be listening to things, I think you've got to be sensitive and you've got to use earphones. All right, earphones. So then maybe – now here's the thing that we do because we're in radio. When Do we, like, take it to the next step and try to be helpful and we go over to the cubicle and we throw the headphones at them and say, here, bitch, put these on, or is that not appropriate? Well, I think you might place them on the desk instead mm. of throwing them on the desk. Jimmy D. word isn't appropriate. All right, very good. All right, if people want to, I guess, have a question for Naughty you. Not a B-word. Uh, Pamela Linehan here in the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1, author of What You Don't Know and What Your Boss Won't Tell You. Also, the website, uh, PamelaLinehan.com. That's L-E-N-E-H-A-N.com. All right, Randy in the 321, what, what kind of question you got? 
Hey, I was just going to ask this question. It happened today at work. This uh, younger kid comes from out in the shop working, and he comes into the engineering office, and he starts throwing the F-bomb around, among other things. And I don't know how to tell him to keep his mouth just a little cleaner than it is now. All right, now, that's a very good one, Randy. Yeah, a lot of people will throw out, you know, kind of uh, swear words and everything, thinking everybody is comfortable with that language, and uh, they aren't. All right, what's a good way to approach that one, Pamela? Well, you know, I grew up in the investment banking business, mm-hmm. and um, there are a lot of four-letter words that probably you don't even know that they use on certain places. Mm-hmm. But I was with these guys up no. in Boston, which is a much more conservative place, and I'd have to remind these people, hey, in this environment, this is a different place. And so I think when someone does use language that's inappropriate, you just say to them, hey, you know, you, we need to have a little cleaner vocabulary around this place. It's a, either a co-ed environment, it's a family environment, or just kind of make light of it and um, just try to make it funny, but tell them, you know, on certain terms that their language isn't appropriate. All right, what if it's like a weird situation in, in reverse where there's a great movie, Swimming with Sharks, starring Kevin Spacey, mm-hmm. where he's the boss and he constantly berates his, his, little, his, his subordinate. Yeah. How do you approach your boss about that? Well, I mean, we've all had bosses like that, and if you haven't, you're just lucky. And so what you have to do is you have to approach your boss and say, you know, this just doesn't work for me. I am very happy to hear what you have to say, but could we just lower the emotion level a little? Could we just have an easier discussion? And then he starts throwing pencils at you and saying that they, these are more important than you. Yeah. Well, maybe, I... then, maybe then you're at the wrong place, right? Because the fact is he's the boss, and so if the company puts up with that, maybe it's just a place you don't want to work. I got you. Hey, thank you very much. Pamela Linehan, author of uh, What You Don't Know and Your Boss Won't Tell You. What, what's one other real quick thing uh, that we don't know and our boss won't tell us? Well, the one thing that you really need to remember is nobody's going to manage your career for you. So you've got to figure out what experience you need and go get it yourself. All right, that is very – hey, I appreciate it. PamelaLinan.com, thank you for coming into the hideout. Well, thank you for having me. All right, bye-bye. bye-bye. Yeah, that's a big one because you, you run into those situations mm-hmm. all the time. Jimmy D. Hey, I don't want to get too personal, but I think I'm going to. Okay. So the D was dating a chick here in the mm-hmm. building a while back. And um, and I don't want to get too personal on that either, but uh, I'll just say that well, I, 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 I live close, and uh, I saw her with another man at my apartment building. All right, well, hold on. So <laughs> anyway, so I saw, like, when they were together, it was kind of almost, oh, man, I feel bad, but it's kind of like that nerd couple that got together a little bit, <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, isn't that great? They found each other. Yeah, the... Uh, <laughs> The trilams and the moves. Right. So, I guess she ends up breaking Jimmy D's heart. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. He was crushed. He really was. He's a good dude. He was out last night at the Mako's gig. But ever since she broke up with him, she has gotten hotter a trillionfold. Yes. And I don't know, like, what it is specifically. Like, she... After whenever, she broke up with him, she found self-worth. <laughs> well, whenever you don't have uh, a significant other, you tend to work harder on what you look like. But we kind of knew her before. Like, Well, we'd seen her before they got together, because I don't think they'd been together like when we got here. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they kind of got together, and they broke up. And now I see her walking around, I'm like, damn. Yeah, I see her, and I'm like, oh, she's getting hotter. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. But you wonder, like, sometimes that happens, you're just thinking... 
And how bad Jimmy's kicking himself right now. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things you got to wonder, too. Like, Jimmy D's just like, damn, I uh, I really screwed up here. Wow. Oh, whatever, I'm just going to wear my sunglasses around and go to a promotion. I don't care. Can't do the tears. At least I have my website. <laughs> oh. Now, he was out last night with a hot little chick. Oh, was he? I didn't see the chick he was with. I think she works here, but I don't know if they were together. It's like a day- I saw him with someone afterwards. At a different place. Oh. Was it the same girl? I didn't see who he was with at Mako's, but it was a blonde girl. All right, that's the one who I think works here. Hey, come on, man. Meet somebody outside the building. <laughs> Don't be running through everybody here. Tell them, Chunks. Yeah, Chunks. Tell them to go out and meet somebody that doesn't work for Clear Channel. John Matisse. Go out and meet someone that doesn't work for Clear Channel, Jimmy D. Thank you. <laughs> Very convincing. Yeah. All part of the Venezia Code. It's a hideout. <laughs> hey, you want to Unlocking. Talk, you want to talk about the the Mako's live broadcast yes. last night? We got a couple things we want to share with you real uh, really quickly. And Is then it other, other big things in the news. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hour two in the hideout. It's Real Radio 104.1. 06-07-06. Wednesday night. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. A lot of numbers there. Thank you for every uh, to everyone who came out and participated in the live broadcast at Mako's Halloween in June, 666 party at Mako's, and uh, Dubs, I had a fantastic time. I had a blast. Uh, congratulations to Kyle for being saved, thanks to TNT, and winning $500 in cash for confessing the best sin, which was his best friend uh, went away for something or other. Just went out of town, basically. So he took his best friend's chick to a rave. They got high on ecstasy, had sex. Uh, turns out the girl gets pregnant. However, you know, it had been a little while, whatever. It had been shady. I guess she had slept with the other guy, too, like, you know, within the time period. The other guy thinks it's his. Except around year four of the child's life when it looks nothing like him and looks more like the best friend. Mm-hmm. Paternity sh- uh, suit shows that it was indeed the other guy's, Kyle, who told a story. And the best friend picked up his stuff and moved to California. has never been seen from since. So That's not right. That guy has to pay child's... Oh, never mind. Mm. <laughs> so anyway, congrats. we had some good stories, too. The one where uh, stealing toys from Toys for Tots to give, to give a little brother a birthday <laughs> gift because he forgot. Uh, she best. There was the wobbly H with the married man, and then that later turned into a fist fight with a mother. Yes, and which was uh, my per- those two are my personal favorites. Using uh, the mouth at church in a closet. Oh God, I'm almost sure there's no God now because if there was, somebody would have come by, boarded the front door and back door up, and then just burned the place down with everyone inside. Yeah, it, but I tell you, and Mako's did it right with the heaven and hell theme, and of course those Mako Mako's girls. You can see the pictures on RealRadio.fm. Uh, and the unofficial pictures, the the pictures that the heretics took, they're posting on hideoutheretics.net. So you can see those there. EJ from the U was there last night. Uh, he was dressed up in his University of Miami full gear. It was a great car. Co- it looked very good. What's up, EJ? Thanks, man. I had some time. Uh, crazy thing happened to me right before the uh, the greed dr- money drop. Uh, some chick in the crowd with her husband right next to me 
does the let me check and see if you have a cup on and cuffs me right in front of my fiance. I cup check. Uh, yeah. By the way, fiance. And someone else did that as well earlier in the night. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm talking to him right now. Yeah, that was me. I just yeah, wanted you're to. So if, you're, if you're gonna have the thigh pad. You gotta have the cup too. I'm sorry. You don't wear a cup in football, cause old dude is it was all It'll slow you down. You. No way. I always your thigh, your thigh pads protect you. If you're if you get hit in any region, you're doing something wrong. Okay, you know I've never heard of that. Yeah, you don't wear a cup, and I the only time I ever wore a cup in football was in little league because they made you. But in high school, when they didn't make you, I didn't wear one. I always thought you had to wear a cup yeah. in football. I would always wear. I'd wear a cup in basketball. I was afraid. I would. No, I would I rather. Yeah, if you if you are in your right stance and you are blocking correctly and running the ball correctly, you, you should never be getting hit there. I'm so not interested in not wearing a cup <laughs> yeah. in football. I'm sorry. Maybe many. I yeah, I love them too much. Too much could go wrong. Not interested in the least. So um, you're going around Mako's grabbing junk, Epe? No, just cup checks. Ah, <laughs> that's not gay. How was it? Fun. I'm not gonna lie to you. No, like, it, did you? I know you didn't get a long feel, but. Anything, oh, what's EJ packing? Anything goes with Makos. Like a brat. Yeah? I don't know. I just made that up. Uh, juicy. Thank you, to Sh- thank you to Shannon Burke who stopped by. That was awesome. Uh, our promotions buddies over at Real Rock and Against the Grain stopped by. A little uh, synergy. SBK, of course, Drunky the Bear with his Party Like a Monster Millionaire crew. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, other big things from the night that happened yesterday. Um... Well, you guys have any stories of stuff that maybe we missed? Here's, here's something that I want to know about. Uh, the uh, what, what were those drinks called? The big shark bowls or shark bites? Shark bites. Yes, uh, that, that was brought over to our table during the broadcast, and we were just sitting there sipping on it. Me and you maybe went a quarter of the way through it mm-hmm. while we were sitting there sipping on it. Right after the broadcast, I see Matt Albert walking around with this big fish bowl full of liquor. Yeah. Uh, asking everybody, who's is this? Who's is this? Who's is this? And I said, ours. And he, can I have it? <laughs> sure. Walks away with it. Ten minutes later, he comes back, sits it back on the table completely empty. Absolutely delectable. You, just, you downed it, huh? Yeah, I was thirsty. I hadn't had anything. Uh, I want to get drunk, so... And, and that'll do it. Yeah, that right did. there will uh, will knock you on your ass. I was tipsy for the rest of the night. Where'd you walk away with it? You're like a dog when you uh, give it some kind of like rawhide, and it goes in the corner, hiding it from everybody else. There's this way this... does a food period. I, n- now, uh, enough. W- I mean, I guess you want to know, where'd you go to drink it? There was this air conditioning vent that was right above a corner, and I just went in there and just sat there and drank in, on a straw. And had people walking by him, and I just talked to him <laughs> as I was drinking out of one of the eight straws that were sticking out of it. Um, let me say this, too, as far as Mako goes, Mako's goes. Now, the chicks were hot, and there some women showed up toward the end of the night Yes, who were, I don't know what was going on. They couldn't keep their shirts on. And I think there are photos of them either on realradio.fm or possibly hideoutheretics.net where we're, you know, where we're putting all the photos up. And these girls, uh, from a distance in the dark, were hot. Mm-hmm. I think at one point, at the end of the live broadcast, I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Shirts are coming up. Shirts are coming up. And then they were getting on stage. They were encouraging other women to also do that, a little flashing. How come no one tells me when this is going on? Uh, you were right there. It was right before the money dropped. Yeah, we were uh, we're talking about it. You had headphones on. You were right there about to shoot out the $100 into the crowd, and the girl was on the... 
like the closest bar to the to the door. And I'm talking, they were D's, and they were nowhere near real, but they were still nice. And the girl, the green tank tank top, just could not keep her top on. Or stop talking. Uh, whatever. Uh, who cares? Now, also, too, Jack Napier, intern, Team Hefe, beat Sea Lane in the gluttony challenge of eating the 35 doubled eggs the fastest. Sea Lane then had to eat the Exilax. He puked at Mako's because of all that. Ended up getting the swing dance from Dark Angel Jen, who was in on the show on Monday. She calls her hoo hoo a cookie, and yes, she wrote that you like penis on the back on right. your back. Right. Uh, yeah, she said it was supposed to say uh, I, I heart Mako's girls, but uh, it guess it didn't turn yeah, out so. Well. Not really. She also hit him with the studded belt. Yeah. Yeah, he ended up having that, a big welt on, the, on his back. Hurt like hell. Um, the other weird thing that I saw last night from the Mako's gig was. At one point, uh, now you can see the photo of C Lane, Candy Lane, mm-hmm. because he looks like John Candy. You can see him in his diaper and bonnet with a big bottle that he was walking around that had booze in it. Um, you could see him and Matt Albert, like freaking, dancing on the dance floor to Nickelback. And that was after his whole, uh, after both of them had had a little bit to drink, and for some reason, fat people like to uh, bump bellies. When they get drunk. No, it's just Matt. He likes to freak with any white virgin at every live event, apparently. <laughs> I like to embarrass Tommy, too. I like to sing to him as I'm dancing. Mm-hmm. You don't embarrass me when you're singing Nickelback songs. Hello? So, <laughs> so that all went down. I'm trying to think of what else went down. The costumes were great. Halloween in June was just, I think it was a hit. I'd love to do it every year. I would love that, too. Now, the thing is, I want to know about... Uh, Matt Albert. Ah, yes. And uh, the chick, he had his first kiss last night. Ooh. How did it feel? That the, Their first dance and the first kiss, that picture, I believe, is on hideoutheretics.net. You guys make a great couple, Matthew. I'll tell you that. How was it getting your first kiss? It was nice. Like, explain <laughs> more. I mean, it, was, it was weird. I didn't know how I was going to feel. Did you feel but stuff happening? It tingled down there a little bit, and uh, I think it moved. Oh, was there any tongue? No, there was was no tongue. There was no tongue, but it was one of those elongated, um, you know, kisses, like more than a smooch. The first one was just a smooch. The second one was a little bit more intense. Did you feel a chemistry, a magic there? Not really, because I could feel people just staring at me, and I could see flashbulbs going off. Kind of distracting me, but it, that was the magic. <laughs> I hope yeah, it was a spark. <laughs> right. Hold on, I'm gonna go to the uh, Hideout Heretics right now, and I want to see that picture again of Matt and his girl Angel Jenny, oh. now, his fiance. Now, when uh, Matt Albert was downstairs later after being drunk and uh, singing Nickelback, I saw him grab her and pull her away to do something like either dance or do. Did something. you kiss her again? Ooh. 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 I, this photo of you guys. It's almost touching. She looks genuinely happy, doesn't she? Like, she's really enjoying it. Yeah. For whatever reason. <laughs> she, she is into it. I, on the mean hand, I, uh, on, the, uh, on the other hand, looking just, just disgusted. <laughs> because big of, ass head. Yeah. 
Hey, get a haircut. I'm trying to. I don't have a barber down here. Uh, what, you, what, you, what do you mean? You need, a, you need to sign one to a contract first? <laughs> yeah. Walk into a damn barber shop and get your hair cut. I don't know anybody that, you know, cuts black people hair down. <laughs> I think every place cuts black people no, hair. No. No? Not all of them. <laughs> Just Maybe ask I'm wrong. That's the soul, brother. I mean, what? I did last night. He's He might take me, uh... Get a haircut. Good. Day. You go. You but you guys go bond. Uh, Wookie X in the four hundred seven. What's up, oh. Wookie? What's going on, guys? Um, I'll tell you the uh, girls that were flashing last night. I know Drunky was handing out shirts and stuff like that. The girls that were flashing. So uh, I I think that was part of it. Now here's there is a there is a photo on hideoutheretics.net of the one girl who gets up on stage. She does take her top off, but in this photo on the website, she's pulling down her pants like from the front. <laughs> Anything goes with Makos. Dude, it was so fun. It was so fun. If you haven't been there, and I'll say this too, I got so many compliments of people like, you know, this is my first live broadcast, you put on a great live show, you know, we really strive to do uh, fun stuff when we get out there. So anyway, that's all uh, there and available, and thank you to the whole staff. You boys, my crew, you did a great job, and you did, everybody did a very good job except for Candy Lane, who let us all down. <laughs> I had a blast. I know you did. It, it, he wouldn't take that stupid outfit off. I think it was probably what, like... What did you want me to take off? You could have put your shirt on. a diaper. Did you, you want me to take that off? You could have put your pants on. Well, I think to like 12, 1230, he was still dancing around out there it, with it, a big milk It was bottle. a costume party. Just because the broadcast's over doesn't mean the party's over. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was a... Bl- you kept your stupid little Florida pedophile costume on. That's yeah. different, though. Um, also, uh, by the way... I gotta say, Tommy Bateman had a great costume. Napier probably had the best costume. I don't know about that. Celine had a good one. Matt's was nothing. Uh, God's gift to women. And then Dub shows up with a leaf on a shoestring, and then he blows on it, and he's a leaf blower. Or he throws a quarter down on the table and pounds it, and he's a quarter pounder. Those sucked, and I hate you. (laughs) It's a hideout little radio, 104.1. They're great. Wednesday night with the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Uh, since a new website is allowing people to uh, take bets on how long happy couples will stay together. Oh, really? How uh, how quick do you think uh, Matt Albert's going to ruin his chances with his new chick? Why would I be the reason? Right, hold on. WeddingBetting.com. Alongside their picture, brief synopsis about them. And options for your prediction. Barely past the altar, one year, five years, eight years, 15, or happily ever after. Um, hmm. I, I don't know. Let me, let me give you, let me uh, throw this out to you, Epe. With percentages, how, uh, what, what percentage do you give, uh, this relationship that he's trying to start up here, uh, going a year? I, I think he's got a chance. I mean, things are moving well. They're not moving too quickly. They're not moving too slowly. They're getting to know each other. They had their first kiss in front mm-hmm. of, you know, a, you know, a few heretics out there at Mako's, and you know, they've danced. Uh, this photo looks loving. I mean, it, you know, that's on hideoutheretics.net. I could see it going maybe a year or so. I'm looking at the pictures right now. Matt, you look so happy. You look like you've uh, never been happier before in your life. You got a little bounce in your step. Yeah. 
the girl looks like she's enjoying herself, but she's like, I take it or leave it. Oh, oh, that kind of hurts. Uh, I'm just being honest on what I see in the pictures. All right, so according to you, Dubs, mm-hmm. you don't think this angel Ginny is quite as into it as uh, Matt is? I don't think so. Sadly. Why do you, what makes you say that? Just the look on her face. Where she's like, where Matt's got the big grin and she's got a, like she tasted sour milk. No, not, she's not angry or uh, disgusted at all. She's just not as happy, not as uh, you know, jumping up and down about it. I will say this: we all went out to eat at Denny's afterwards last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, and my chick, uh, Matt, and his uh, big hands, Rhonda and TL. By the way, still in costume. That was a little odd. <laughs> yeah, what? I was walking around town to a different place in my stupid karate thing, and I was, felt like an idiot. <laughs> um, but what, what was odd is we get there mm-hmm. a little late, and Matt and Angel Ginny are already there, and they're sitting across from each other at the table. Does that really surprise you, though? As opposed to next to each other. Why would they? I don't know. That just seems like the couple thing to do. You sit I know. Next Why to would they sit next to each other, then? Who sat down first? I I don't know, Matt, because you guys beat us there first. Who, Who sat, sat down first? I think it was a simultaneous type. <laughs> but there was no. I hate you. There was no. And again, splitting of the checks. Figure. Yeah. Well, well that was gonna, her idea. Like he's gonna pay. She knows I'm not gonna pay. Now here's the odd <laughs> thing. Here's the funny thing about it though. When you split the checks, it's almost one of those things girls do that because they don't. A, if you buy for them, it's almost like they're indebted to you, mm-hmm. and the. If they're not interested in you in that way, they won't let you buy. A lot of times. So, all right, do we want to pull, put a poll up on RealRadio.fm as to how long it'll Matt can make this happen? I like the only poll in that relationship. Huh. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Now that ki- the, on that kiss, you felt sparks, though, right? I so guess. It was like a million flash bulbs going off. Did you talk to her about the kiss at all, Matt? Six five five hundred pounds, twenty one year old black virgin. Well, we didn't ask if there was a follow up kiss afterwards. Did you guys kiss again off the air? Not on the lips. Where then? On the cheek. I hate you. Why? You, uh, you turn your head right when she's about to. Did I mean, you try to kiss her? Yes. What'd you kiss do? Good night. Oh, wait. Did you try to kiss her on the lips? No, I did on the cheek. Okay. She but she didn't. You. She didn't pull the move of uh, turning her face. No. When, why didn't you kiss her on the lips again, then? I don't know. I just didn't. I decided to go for the safe move, go for the cheek. You are too safe. That's what your problem is. Yeah, you need to uh, kind of step out on a limb there. And the reason why I don't think she had the bigger smile on her face is because... I need a haircut. <laughs> that, and uh, there's no excitement right now. It's yeah, safe. You got yeah, you got to take it up a notch. Come on, you, Emerald. You know where she lives, right? Yeah. Go over there now. You can leave the show right now and go over there and hang out. She's not there. Hmm. Mother boyfriend? Yeah. Here's the weird thing, too, that I noticed with those two. Mm-hmm. Everything? Well, yeah, in addition. Her ex comes up a lot. Ouch. She will bring up the ex a lot. And it's kind of uncomfortable. I even at one point broke the tension of... Uh, this is a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, what, what was she saying about the X? I guess he was in the military, and we got into this political discussion. So she brings up the X. Well, that's polar opposite than Matt. Then, 
Does that? How does that make you feel when she brings up that? Because it's happened about two or three times now, just in its little time that I've spent with you guys. Huh. Well, that time I was eating, so I really didn't care. <laughs> I had Your a double cheeseburger in front of me. Uh, she could have talked about killing babies. I wish she did. But honestly, how does it feel when the ex comes up? Don't really care. Honestly, okay. It just seems like she's kind of hold on, holding on to that mm-hmm. a, a bit much. More than to my liking. Tommy? Well, well, one time my cat sneezed on me and I got really mad at her. That's kind of similar. John in the 386. What's up, John? <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, brother. Hey, you know what gets me about that fat bastard? What's that? You know, he's got no problem having guys lick his navel or suck on his toes, but when it comes to a female, he always seems to put them. Now, you know, you bring up a fantastic point, John, in that he's done a lot of very um, stuff for the mm-hmm. show. But with this girl, I, am, I I think I'm with Dubs. You're playing it a little too safe, and I don't know. And I think that's for the lack of smile that we see on her face during the pictures and everything, because there's no excitement right now. I think part of it, too, she's a little starstruck. <laughs> From us? Regional celebrity Regional that celebrity. I am. Right. Um, and I think that can be part of the issue. Well, I can do the gay stuff because there's no attraction there. There's no tension. I can sure. Just, there's I lo- nothing there. I can lick chunks. Not that I would yeah, want to. Clearing it up over here. All right, now <laughs> let me ask you something. Right, let's go around really quickly. Maybe we put up a poll on realradio.fm. Okay. How long will it take? Because you got weddingbetting.com. How long will it take for Matt to screw this up? Because I'm convinced it will be him. Or Hold on a second. Even if she breaks it off, I still think, you know, it's his fault, whatever yeah, the case, of just because he's mad. Dubs, you want to give it a... Three months, 90 days. Three months from today? Mm-hmm. So come... And actually, it may be good, come around the uh, Monster Cruise, it's over. That could help you. I could I'll tell you happen. what, 45 days from now, if you haven't gotten any further... Just leave it. All right, that's a good thing we need to bring up, and I want to talk about. Well, I can do the gay stuff. (laughs) Tommy, what are you thinking? I'm going to go. I'm kind of torn because he's moving so slowly. I don't know if it'll just drag on and on and on. I see that happening. Or if he just, you know, does something like he normally does, and I should just give it a month. I'm going to go. I guess my better judgment, I'm going to give it a month. Wow, confidence reigning supreme here. What do you mean do something? Like, what would I do? Right, hold on, we'll talk about that in a second. Right, and the mere fact that you asked that question, there's an issue. <laughs> yes, C-Lane. I think the next time he kisses her will be the next live broadcast. <laughs> Let's see, it was three months between live broadcasts, so... so... Score, me. Alrighty. I, Matt, I'm going to give you a little... Uh... A little bit more hope. And we were actually having this talk, too, last night. Mm-hmm. I think it'll go through the end of the year. I think it'll last through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, it's all con- it. it's all contingent on a lot of things. Here's the question. This is one of those guy things. And ladies, if you'd like to, come on in. Um, Like, how do you progress? How long have you guys been talking to each other? About, what, ten days or so? Yeah. And you just got your first kiss? Uh, You've been on about three or four dates? Yeah. How much further does it need to progress within the next ten days for there to be something legitimately there? I would like to talk to a chick about this because... All right, that's fine, too. 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Because I, I don't think... if You you need to get at least a feel-up on her in the next couple of weeks. Have you done that? 
they haven't, no. they haven't kissed really. So first the kiss comes, and then the make out, and then the make out and feel up. I think you have to have tongue before the end of the week. I'll not give to put two any, weeks. Not to, no, tongue. dude. The, I mean, that's a week and a half from today. Mims in the 321. What's up, Mims? Hey, guys. What's going on? Love the show. Thank you, brother. I give Matt four days. <laughs> By Sunday afternoon or evening, he will be done with her. Oh, or she'll be done with him. Uh, yeah, that's what will happen. All right. Thank you, Mims. Guarantee you, guys. Love it. Bye. See ya. All right. Let me ask. I'll put this first thing out there. How long do you have to go? Is it unreasonable to expect for there to be a tongue kiss in the next seven days? Because it's already gone. How many days? Like two weeks. So it's going to be like almost a month. Without a tongue kiss. Which usually happens on the first date. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Our 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black virgin Mm -hmm. has a girl. We're wondering when's he going to screw it up. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I look at him now, it feels like we've taken the wind out of him. He was so happy earlier. Do you think we're wrong in saying this? Or do... uh, Here's the thing. I look at you, I look at her, I think she likes you. Mm-hmm. Nub seems to think she doesn't. I, I think she does, but there, there's excitement lacking, and I don't see it lasting too long unless there's something uh, kind of thrown in there and some more confidence thrown in there, or it's not going to last. There's a tolerance uh, according to Dubs, she's more tolerating you. Yeah, she's tolerating you, and like, because uh, because she, she does like you, she's tolerating it for now. It may not last forever, though. Uh, let me ask you this: Is this the girl he loses his virginity to? At this pace, no. There has to be some confidence thrown in here at some point in time. I think he's confident around her. I know he'd like put his arm around her last night at Mako's. He was protective of her. How I... is he protective? Just when guys wanted to try to get with her or dance with her or something, he'd kind of pull her away, put his arm around her, that kind of thing. <laughs> Territorial. Mine. Like she was my meal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think he'll lose um, his virginity in that sense. I think he's going to lose his handy virginity. I think he's going to get one of those. All right, so something, some sort of sexual ha- action will happen, but he's not going to get laid. Yeah. He's not going to go the whole, the whole way. All right, what do you think, Matt? What would you like to happen? Uh, you'd like more than loogie loving, right? Yes, I'd okay. Like a little bit of everything, huh? Um, Backdoor too, huh? Oh come on! <laughs> What's wrong with that? Chuck, well, I can do the gay stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, sorry about that. All right, so I just want to know. All right, can we put this poll up on RealRadio.fm? Can you get that one up at some point? Yeah, you just have to tell me how you want it. All right, here's up, like... what I think. Who do you most agree with? Matt Albert will screw this up by, and then like Hefe, the end of the year. Dubs, 90 days. Tommy says... One month. One month. Chunks, you got you want to throw something out there? Uh, I'll go in between. I'll say six months. All right, six months. Well, six months is the end of the year, essentially. Oh, not a year, just the end of the year? Yeah. Uh, I'll go uh, three months then. That's me. God. Handy. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Uh, See. No, that isn't even an option. True. Uh, here's our boy Big Hands who was out last night. What's up, Big Hands? What's up, baby? Had a great time. Thanks for everything, bro. You know, I Big Hands, it. bitch. Of course. That's me, baby. All right. 
She's not into him, and this is how I can tell. Every guy that she knew, she stopped talking to Matt and started talking to them. Didn't introduce Matt or nothing like that until somebody else had said something like, oh, yeah, by the way, this is Matt. Just blatant Mm. disrespect. Ah, see, that's actually a big one there of not getting introduced to the friends. Do you think? Yes. Do you think she's just doing that to get a rise to make him jealous? I you know this. She is pushing his buttons in a way that only a wife of twenty-five years would. Yes, and, sir. Yes, sir. And doing little things to like you know not purposely not laughing at his jokes. <laughs> you know things I like. I give him to Friday personally. All right, so you give him till Friday. Uh, how far do you think he'll end up going? Do you think he'll even get a tongue kiss out of this? Uh, well. I'll try to get some inside information, and I'll probably hit you up on the IM. I don't want to put him out on the street like that. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Big Hands. Now, Matt Albert. Yes, If this all ended tomorrow, would you cry? No. I don't cry. Because you've never experienced heartbreak. Everyone who's experienced heartbreak cries. I haven't cried in years. Because you have never uh, been in a relationship. I left my cats in Maryland. That counts for something. When they die, you'll probably cry. I miss Buster. My chick is saying that she had noticed, too, um, that he did not get introduced. Wow. I guess that wouldn't uh, set off any alarms for me, personally. Because I I don't like being introduced as it is. Well, no, here's the problem, though. When you're excited about being with someone, Mm -hmm. you want to share them with everybody. Like, hey, this is my person. This is my gal. Yeah, it's just something I wouldn't notice by watching, but... uh, I've noticed other things. I got introduced once. Yeah, Candy Lane. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to light a fire under his ass to uh, be more confident. Yeah, to step it up a bit, bitch. You should have forced tongue, dude. You, you should have just tried to slip a little bit in, like uh, just a quarter of an inch of tongue. I let me see, like stick your tongue out. I don't have a very long tongue. Um, stick your tongue it's out. It's more fat. <laughs> Absolutely oh, right. Look at that what thing. What the hell is that? Oh, my goodness, <laughs> being chopped off. Or Help. It's like a uh, monster. Um, <laughs> I, I just wondered what, like, all right, I also saw this, too. Many teenage girls feel pressured into sex, according to a survey. Damn right. <laughs> well, you got to think about it, though. That is kind that, of a no-S thing, because you know that the boyfriends always want it more than the girlfriends do. Well, here's the thing. Guys are going through their sexual prime at a younger age. That's why they're trying to force the sex, and uh, women aren't going to hit that till their 30s. So, of course, the girls are going to be more pressured from the guys. And they said they have given in at some point because they were afraid that their boyfriend would get angry or that the boyfriend would break up with them. And probably, rightfully so. Matt, I think it's time to play the card. What card? We're breaking up if I don't get tongue by the end of the week. No, do it in three months. I I want to be right. What if I just put my hand at the back of her head and just push it down? Uh, That doesn't work yet. How about a nice tongue kiss first before you start jumping to that level? Although you start forcing things like that, all of a sudden a tongue kiss she may give in to a little bit quicker. (laughs) Yeah. I don't... She might might settle. (laughs) Yeah, here's the thing. The more I think about it now, the more I think those could be right. Because sometimes I see her around Matt and she seems happy. Mm -hmm. I know Matt seems ecstatic. I've never seen Matt smile so much. He's really a lot more into it, I think, than she is. He was very lively last night. I was drunk. <laughs> no, but, was drunk even, love. but even before yeah. that, bro, you were high. The the endorphins were being released in your brain 
from, you know, love, the E. She makes you a better person. She completes you. you. So, Chunks, what's your uh, final word on this? Are they going to... I need to put this poll up. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you just say they're going to get married? uh, By the the Real Radio Rewind. Okay, it's over. Now, let me ask you. because Because we've had this put up, like, since we've talked about this, Matt? Yeah. Do you feel more pressure? Have certain things kind of come up now that now you look back on it, you're like, oh, boy. You have me, you know, questioning what the hell I'm doing. What do you mean? That's like, not, what the that hell? Was... Is she even interested? What the hell? Am I, should I even go over there anymore? Oh, that's of not course good. you should. I'm, uh, what we're trying to tell you here is you need to attack it with more confidence and more... Uh... Let's do this. Is she available to get on the phone? No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? She's uh, out to dinner with somebody. A man friend? No. Was she out to dinner at? I, I, let's try calling her. I don't have her phone number. You're such a liar. I know you have her phone number. I don't number. have her phone number, I swear. All right, I can get it. How? I think my chick has it. Ugh. <laughs> I think we should talk to her about this, Matt, and just wonder. Just find out. It's not bad, dude. It's not bad. Why did you just put the gun up to your head and pull the trigger? Because this is going to get messy. It's not going to get messy. I don't think there's anything... Wrong. I think Dubs is wrong. And at least wait a day before you kill yourself so I can win the poll. All right. All right. When do we want this poll to end? What are the chances? It's going to last longer than the relationship. Yeah, what are the chances it lasts longer than the relationship? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. We'll just kind of keep it up indefinitely. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, the poll's up under what's new on the hideout page on realradio.fm. What's new? Who do you agree with? When will Matt Albert screw up his relationship? Chunks, over by tomorrow. Tommy, one month until he screws it up. Dubs, over by September. Hefe, over by the end of the year. Select your option. I'm going to vote for Tommy's. <laughs> Why wouldn't you vote for your own? Oops. Ass. Yeah, I'd vote for Tommy's, too. All now, the good I, ones were taken. I said this to uh, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're a dick. Why? Because you purposely took the wind... Out of Matt's very large sales. I can be honest by saying that I did not want him to lose that spring that he has in his step. Too late. I know. You came through here after the commercial break and you said, thanks a lot, Dubs. <laughs> and you started laughing. I didn't laugh. Link in the Giggle. 407. What's up, Link? What's up, man? What's up? Um, it actually, I'm afraid to say this because I might be putting my foot in my mouth, but I think it was over as of last night when I started talking to her right before the whole thing went down. So. Uh, you actually think that right. it's over then? It, yeah, it was right, over yeah. yesterday. Hmm. You think it? Hmm. It's been over. She's uh, she's over it, but uh, he's right. holding on to the dream. Well, Matthew, I wish you best of luck. How's it going back there, Tommy? Because these are questions that we have to know about. Hmm. All right, joining us on the phone now. Well, this oh is God! Wonderful. Fantastic. Is Angel Jenny. Delectable. Hey there, Angel Jenny. How are you, sweetie? Good. How are you guys? Have you been able to hear the conversation that we've been having? No, I haven't. Okay, let me ask you. Um, the question came up. Consi- I didn't pose it. Well, here, here's what happened. Matt posed the question I, to us. I, uh, I was looking at the pictures online from last night. Uh-huh. And Matt looks so damn happy. <laughs> I, he looks happier than he's ever been. And we've known this kid for almost like three years now. And I look at you, and you look—you don't look angry, sad, or anything, but you look like, eh. 
Eh, like take it or leave it. it. This doesn't mean there's no spark with you. All right, yeah. let me. Let me I'm going to ask you a question. I want you to answer true or false. Okay, Angel Jenny. Okay. Uh, Matt Albert's girlfriend. Enough with that. All right, let me ask you. Would you agree with the following statement? Matt Albert is more into the relationship than you are. D. False. Really? Okay. That's so good. So you... There's a little spring back. So you and Matt, you know, you guys probably are into each other just as much than, uh... Just as much as each other, then. Let her answer. Um, okay, this is good. All right, now, I saw the spring, like you said, Dubs. I saw the spring come all the way back into his step. Now, uh, Jenny, uh, I want to know this about the whole situation here. Um, if, because you guys were put in an awkward situation last night, dancing and having Wait. a kiss and everything in front of all those people. At Mako's for the 666 party. Would you have been more into it if it was you guys on your own? Yeah. Okay. Now here's the other question. Have you been waiting for him to pull that that uh, move on his own? Do you think he's moving too slowly with the relationship? No. Okay, so it's moving at you're you're fine with the level. Yeah. Okay. Now one of the things that we brought up is because I guess you had a lot of old friends show up at the party last night. You didn't get introduced. You didn't introduce, introduce Matt to a lot of your friends. Was that on purpose? No. Why was it? Well, that? actually, kind of, yes. Why is that? <laughs> okay. Why is More that? More for the fact that they have so many embarrassing stories on me, it's not even funny. Oh, okay. Well, that makes a little bit... yourself. That makes a little bit more sense, then. But I did inter- introduce him to the most important one. Who was? Derek. Who's Derek? Derek has been my best friend since I moved up here eight years ago. So he, he's not even good enough to meet the best friend yet, then, huh? He did meet my best friend. Oh, oh all right. He did get to meet Derek, the best friend. Oh, well, how, one. All right, how about that? that? So this seems like it's... Now, let me ask you this, Angel, Jenny, really quickly. Mm-hmm. I'd like to just throw it out there, because we've been so open and honest with this relationship that's been going on now. Um, it Would it be out of the question for Matt Albert to get a little tongue before the end of the week? Like a tongue kiss. <laughs> God! Wow, wasn't expecting that question. What about Why a handy? <laughs> um, Jesus Christ! One know. thing, one thing at a time. How about just a you know a tongue kiss? Because you guys have been seeing each other for ten days. The first peck was yesterday, but you know you know tomorrow or you know before the end of the week. I think you know it's not out of the question to have a you know a legitimate kiss. Matt said yesterday he tried to kiss you, but he kissed you on the cheek instead. I don't know if he got scared or what. Would you have been opposed to a legitimate kiss last night? No. Ooh! That's the annoying thing on the face of the earth. And you know it. You know it. Well, these are the things that we needed to know. All right, Angel, did anybody have any? I don't want to let her... uh, I I got one last question. Are you really at dinner? Excuse me? Are you really eating dinner right now? I already did. If you notice, it's almost like 9.30 at night. Yeah, sorry about we that. We live on a different schedule. Yeah, I'm sorry. We, get, we her, lose track of it. She's out with her Mormon friends talking about not having sex. All right, well, there it is. Whoa. All right, Angel Jenny, we'll talk to you soon, sweetie. All right, see you guys later. All right, you, everybody can see that infamous picture of the first kiss on hideoutheretics.net.
Matt, I swear to God. how you feeling, what? dog? That has to make you feel a little bit better, right? So friggin' awkward. Why? Right now. Because it just... But you feel better, though, right? I feel like I'm eight years old on the playground with all my friends right behind why? me. Why? And I'm talking, like it? trying to talk to a girl, and uh, you're just going... Every time we do that, it sounds like somebody just scored in a hockey game. The silence going off. XT's going to send a messenger to ask her, hey, ask shut her up, she likes me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Check yes or no. Yeah. Ugh. All right, well, Matt, dude, it looks good. It really looks good. I may have been mistaken. I think you were. Although you had kind of talked me into it. I'm well, go- I, the signs are there. I'm- I mean, it is an awkward situation. Yeah. I'm going to go back and vote. Who do you agree with? New, new poll on RollRadio.fm. I think Matt. I think this is a girl Matt loses his virginity to. Here's the thing, though, dude, because I've been there before. You, you're gonna want it. You're gonna try to do a lot of stuff to uh, to get it. You know what I mean? I, I was with a chick for 13 months trying to get it, like an idiot when I was in high school. Yeah. You gotta make the moves. Last night. After you guys had already done the initial kiss live on the air at Mako's mm-hmm. at the 666 party, yeah. at the end of the night, you should have gone for the tongue kiss. You should have... T- at, at the very... Here's the thing. You never take a step backwards when it comes to these things, okay? Always step forward. And this is this is completely legitimate. When you've already kissed her on the lips, you kiss her on the lips again, and but this, kind, this time it's kind of a little bit more of an open kiss where your lips kind of linger on each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then maybe you begin to work it in tongue from there. Once you make it to the boobs mm-hmm. in that area, you never take a step back. Like, every time you guys are intimate with each other, you always at least get the shirt off. You always try to push it further. You you, uh, you're you see very, where the boundaries are. You're very respectful. I'll tell you this as a guy. There's nothing worse than when you're with a chick for the first time, mm-hmm. and you're making the move for the pants while you're making out, and she grabs the hand and, like, pushes it away. See, what I do, I do the cop move where I just kind of spin my hand, Give her the little uh, yank out of the wrist and then go for it anyway. <laughs> then you taser. <laughs> you spray her down with a fire hose. All right, Tommy has an interesting observation. I, call it. I still think Matt's too scared to do anything. I think she's going to have to do all the work. Yeah. Or worse, they're going to make us do all the work. I prefer it. Come, do it. Uh, of course you prefer it because you don't have any confidence yet. No, I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get over that, dude. Mm. At least I like try- how none of my votes for over by the end of the year are even going through. I think for some reason that option isn't even an A. No, you uh, you already voted for Tommy, didn't you? Yeah, you can. You can only, only vote, vote once. once. Oh man! Yeah, I've tried to well, once beef you go up ho- my vote. Once you go home, you can do it again. Here's, right. here's what I think: the relationship you'll you'll know he's he's about ready to score when he starts buying for her at Denny's. Mm-hmm. He starts paying for her hat. Never. At the classy places? I was surprised he didn't go for more last night because he was drunk enough to have the confidence. Yeah, that's what's I don't scary. Know, I don't know if the liquid courage works on him. I just get silly. Yeah, you don't get more, you know, You like, start dancing with dudes in baby outfits. I get friendly. All right, well, let's take a break. Mm. It's I, saucy. Here's, here's what I've been dreaming for, guys, and you have no idea. We've known this fat bastard mm-hmm. for about three years now. Going all the way back to the Saturday night shows in D.C. This really looks like his chance. We have tried countless times to get Matt Albert laid here in the hideout. You are seeing radio history, human history before your very eyes. 21-year-old virgin. You are listening to it with your very own ears. It is. It seems now more than ever 
Who would have thunk that the Mavericks are in the NBA championship and this fat bastard may get laid? I just hope she doesn't die in a car crash. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I, I'm saying there could be some stuff that ruins it, and that would just crush forever. Yeah, that'd suck, man. Bloody. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Matt, you feel a little bit better now that we talk to her? Not really. Don't let her get in a car. All right. From now on, you walk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then. You walk from a pop kid to do I'm, I'm tell you, you Until anyway. you get laid, she cannot drive a car because I'm too afraid of her getting run over. Here's the thing. I'm, this is going to be homework, all right? And mm-hmm. we're going to have daily check-ins or weekly check-ins. Oh, please, God, no. No, no, no. I don't want to write in a notebook and have to report back to you. By the end of the week, <laughs> by the end of the week, you should have gotten a tongue kiss and your hands on top on her person of the of the shirt all right she has to be wearing it though <laughs> you can't just be <laughs> sifting through her dirty clothes this counts right so hideout road radio 104.1 all right dubs according to the poll matt albert relationship poll on realradio.fm the hideout page over by the end of the year is winning mine 50 percent that's a big turnaround because I didn't see you with any votes last time I looked. Yeah, it's up to 50%. And going from there, congratulations to Matt Albert. Looks like he's found himself a woman. Yes. John, Jason in the 407. What's up, Jason? Hey, good evening, Hot What's up, guys? Brother, what's up? Hey, Matt, I want to be the first of many, or maybe among the first, to wish you good luck with this venture. Thank you. But do think about something. How do you know she's positively clean? All right, now that is something. Yeah, try to get, try to be able to work yourself up with that. To get with her, and then you come back and you got AIDS. That would suck. Yeah, to get the high five on the first time really would blow. Well, I'm kind of fat. Yeah, I would might help you out. It's a plus. I don't have have to spend the money on on the cocaine. Uh, That saves me. All right, so there you're fine. I like taking pills. You find positive. No, you're too lazy to take pills, so don't even go That's there. a problem. He'll find a positive on his <laughs> test. By the way, everyone's telling me on hideoutheretics.net and the photos they're seeing of C-Lane, also on realradio.fm, Candy Lane, uh, disgusting. They're like, you guys have put up a lot of disgusting photos of disgusting bodies. Maybe that should be our next poll on there of who has the worst body. My vote goes to Sid Cada. We need to put more of those pictures back I up. Think, I think Sid Cada, our old intern who was down, hung out with us for about a week or so, and Candy Lane, they're, they're neck and neck. Well, if they had necks. Chins to chins. It's that close. There's a lot of chins going at it. Yeah. C-Lane's body is really sticky. I was miking him during the egg challenge, and my arm was sticking to his chest the entire time. I'm, it's like he... Constant Velcro wall. Candy Lane, you're doing yep. you're doing good though. You were great last night. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'll give you that to the at the very least. Thank you. By the way, it's not C Lane anymore. It's Candy Lane because he looks so much like John Candy. It's stupid. I uh, loved eating Canadian bacon. Eat less of it though. You know what I don't understand is how how come the people taking pictures didn't get more Mako's girls pictures? Uh, I think there are, but I don't know if they. Uh... We haven't got them all in yet. Yeah, we haven't gotten all the Mako's girls I in yet. I need some of Brianna. Uh, John in the 386. What's up, John? Hey, hey, I got a couple things to ask you. Uh, mm-hmm. The first thing is, on a scale from 1 to 10, is uh, is this girl like a 12, being like the fattest? No, <laughs> come on. It's a Richter scale. That's what we're going on. I go, go to, go to hideoutheretics.net. There's a great photo of her, the two of them kissing. I will say this. I'll be honest with you. 
out she, of his league? Yeah, she is. Um, she's heavier, but I wouldn't say that she's like fat. But I mean, no, she's just a she's a bigger girl. Yeah, so. so she's a pig. My second thing. Oh, oh come on. Let me, wow. Do you know how traumatized this chick's going to be when she finally does see him naked? I mean, she's going to be ruined. Yeah, I will say, just, just looking at the photos, like if you go to Ask Triple R or something, of when Tiffany was rubbing down Matt in the thong, it is really... Sight to behold. Douche chill. Yeah. I had a nice ass, though. I got you, that. You do. Nice legs. Mm. Your bottom half isn't bad. (laughs) Once you get above that uh, waist area. I look like a Hershey's kiss. Bad angel in the 321. What's up? Upside down. Hey, what's up? What you got? First of all, Matt, you know, good luck, man. Don't don't listen, man. Do what you got to do. Get there, whatever. Right. It's going to take a little time. So anyway, first question is, I, I want a spot to do the confession. Mm-hmm. And do I still get my prize back? Oh, of I course. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still get your prize back. In fact, it's, I believe it's ready for you up here at the Clear Channel Compound. The prize pack is yours. You just didn't win the 500. Did you have trouble getting there last night? What happened? I got so lost, Pepe. Oh, dude. And every, every time I, well, I'm kind of like new. I'm from Jersey. Ah. So I got so lost, and every time I called Mako's, like, a chick would answer the phone and then hang up on me. Oh, dude. Well, I mean, it's so crazy in there. I'm surprised that he could even hear whenever they answer the phone. Oh, Kinda yeah. Like when you we, call it, here. Was, it was crazy. But I was like, okay, I'm over here. I, I got off the wrong exit. And they're like, okay, well, go here. Hang on. Click. Oh, damn it, dude. Yeah, it's right downtown Church Street. Once you go to Church Street for the first time, it, you know, you, 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 you know from there. But it, mm-hmm. I understand if you're new to the area because, you know, we've only been here but for about 15 months. How you get a little lost? Well, dude, my apologies. Right. You no, def- no, no, I don't apologize. Um, the other thing, real quick, I know you got to go. Um, I called you a long time ago, and we were talking about jobs and the the new thing where, like, when you apply online, where your credit is bad. Mm-hmm. Dude, still no job, man. You're having trouble. Ouch. Hey, try this. Uh, honestly, you can no, I, I heard about the the thing, but I'm not a salesperson. No, this, no, this isn't, isn't sales, sales this, at all. This is promotions. This is actually going out. You know, hanging up the banners, you know, handing out the T-shirts, coordinating prizes like the prize that you want. Yeah, you aren't selling anything. Yeah, this is uh, like helping us do our events tomorrow. Dude. Right, right. It's you know, it's an open call, man. It's a promotions job for tomorrow from mm, noon to like, six. Just I yeah, I could give it a shot. Even hey, you're gonna, you have to come up and pick up your prize pack anyway. <laughs> you may as well and be like, hey, I'm here for the I'm here for the interview. You know, I, I'm here for the interview and my and you saved prize pack. pack. All right, good angel, good good luck, right, bad man. angel. Hang in there, buddy. All right, Matt, there you are, bud. It's all good. You the man. Congratulations. Thanks. And more people are saying it's going to go the year. Yeah? I still don't think he's going to lose his virginity to her. Wow. If it goes a full year and he hasn't, or six months or whatever, he hasn't lost his virginity yet. I know how these things go, man. Because here's what happens. You get sucked in and you begin to really like the girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she gives you just enough, but isn't quite ready to take it to that level yet. Maybe afraid of pregnancy. You know, whatever. Six months is too long, though. But no the, matter what. Hold on a second. Hold on. No, I'm not holding on. No, hold on. <laughs> I refuse. I, I, I want to. I want to explain. Good sir. You have to remember, this is a high school relationship. Yeah. It is not like you know, you know, me being 28. You know, dating somebody, you being 25 and having been in the world, these kids are essentially high school kids. How old is she? 
20. Oh, wow. Okay. So she's 20, he's 21. They are, uh, I don't know, something about him still screams high school seniors. Maybe like because he's jobless. Middle school. Right. So I think it's going to take longer than what the majority of us would put up with. He's basically still in middle school, and then 7 to 11 is his like, basketball practice at school. <laughs> After school activity. Dude, you are so right on. You were so right on with that one. Intramurals. Right. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Interracial. Hey, let's give out some prizes. How about this? Hideout Headlines Game Show. We're going to do it a little earlier because Napier's got to go tonight. He's got to leave early. He's got a sickness in the family, but he uh, really wants to do the Headlines Game Show. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. All kinds of prizes to give out, some really, really good stuff. Call now, be a winner, Hideout Headlines Game Show, six categories. We need six players in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, let's hand out some prizes, get caught up on the day's headlines. We call it the Hideout Headlines Game Show, brought to you by the Wholesale Furniture Market. Um, Wholesale Furniture Market. Factory closeout, solid wood dining sets, half off the table, plus you get the chairs for free. Wholesale Furniture Market, State Road 436 is Castle next to the Sam's Club, 407-332-1314. One spot open to play the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Welcome. Welcome to the Hideout Headlines Game Show. Answer questions on what's in the headlines. Local, national, world, sports, entertainment, and strange. If you guess right, you win big, big, big. All right, here we go. We will start it off. Uh, I lose my pen. Bill Todd, boys. World, strange, local, sports, entertainment, or national are the uh, areas where you'll be able to choose from. Start it off with Pat in the 407. You ready, Pat? Which category would you like to kick it off with? Let's go national. All right, here's national news. National is multiple choice. PetSmart has, ordered, has been ordered to suspend animal adoptions after they sold an animal with rabies. What kind of animal was it? A, a rabbit. B, a snake, C, a ferret, or D, a kitten? Uh, A, a rabbit. Sorry, Pat. What was it, Napier? It was a kitten. Um, they Over 22 PetSmart pet uh, stores around the nation have been ordered not to you know, sell any more animals because they're afraid they're sick. All of them just because they sold one kitten with rabies? 22 of them are. Oh, they sold 22 kittens with no, rabies. No, no, they only sold one kitten with rabies. That's what for 22 I said. Stores. You're a moron. But maybe, okay. maybe those stores are all in a regional thing where that's they're getting the cats from one place, mm-hmm. and uh, those cats, a lot of them could be rabies cats. How about this? During the Hideout Headlines game show, uh, you eat double eggs. That's your thing. You're good at it. Very good. Matt in the 321. You ready, Matt? Yep. Category, world, na- uh, world local sports entertainment or strange news. What you want to roll with? Let's roll with Strange. All right, here we go. Strange is fill in the blank. In Racine, Wisconsin, a spooked blank. Uh, come on. Come Don't on, be man. racist. Jesus. Come on. Rampage through an apartment on Monday. I'll have some watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> leaving a flood, temporarily displacing the family, and leaving the family dog temporarily unconscious. A spooked blank. You get a fill in the blank? Yeah, rampaged. All right, what? Uh, sp- sp- black man? Oh, come on. <laughs> Sounds right to me. It was a deer. Stop. It was a deer. A spooked deer ran through a apartment. How is anyone supposed to guess that correctly? By the way, that opens up a line if you want to play 407-916-1041. Well, it's a big animal. What other kind of animal could do that? A bear? Mountain lion? Rhino? Elephant? Must we continue? 
Eric in the 407. Eric, you want world, local, sports, Elk. or entertainment? Let's go entertainment. All right, here we go, buddy. Entertainment is true or false. Former Full House star and meth addict Ashley Olsen has announced that she will now be hosting a new show on Fuse that is centered around stripping. I'm going to say false. You're a winner. Hold on, buddy. That is correct. It is Jody Sweeten. Oh, I was about to say, I didn't think one of the Olsen. They were the, yeah. I know one of them allegedly one of them, had a problem with cocaine. Because she was so thin. But, but it was, wasn't it Kimmy? Yeah. No, not Kimmy. Stephanie, uh, Stephanie. Who had the meth problem. The cute one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? And she, no, but she is How host, rude. She is hosting oh. a show based around stripping? Yeah. Um, they have people on the show who uh, dance around during their favorite, favorite videos, and it's, the name of the show is Pants Off, Dance Off. I actually uh, saw a preview for that. I didn't know that she was going to be the host for it. Why her, of all people? Is she hot? She was. She was. I, I, didn't. I never thought she was hot. She was an oh. annoying, not even in the later years. like bitch. I know. No, no, never, man. That's, oh. Well, pin a rose on your nose. <laughs> Ticks. Uh, text. Text Whoa. in the 863. You ready, text? Yeah. All right, you want world, local, or sports news? World. All right, here we go. World is multiple choice. Police on duty at the World Cup have been giving full permission. Have been given full permission to strip search um, anybody without any kind of probable cause. Um, the World Cup is being held in A. Japan, B. Argentina, C. Brazil, or D. Germany. Uh, <laughs> I believe the correct answer is Germany. That is correct. Thank you, Dubs. No problem. You got uh, it right. You deserve a. Uh, World Cup huge, apparently. We would never know here. No, we have no idea, but it's much more uh, watched than the Super Bowl or anything like that. Yeah, Yeah, my friend John Dyson was telling me that's just huge everywhere. (laughs) All right. JD in the 407. You ready, JD? Yeah, man, I All right, here we go. You want local or sports? Give me uh, sports. Oh, did we already do sports? No, I think we did local and sports left. All right, here we go. Here's local. Local is true or false. Police are looking for a man who robbed a local convenience store, even though he only made off for 21 cents. That is true. That is correct. Good job. You're a winner, J.D. Congratulations, my friend. So, commit. now, is it even a crime, then? What? Stealing 21 cents? Yeah. Well, apparently, he uh, held up the store with a box cutter. Yeah, so he won't get charged He'll with He'll get anything. a misdemeanor, right? He won't get... Well, that's uh, a dangerous dropping. weapon. So oh, that wow. that could uh, boost it up. He's not going to get anything heavy on the theft, but with the box cutter, he'll get charged with that. All right, this is disgusting. Hmm. Um, I got more photos on hideoutheretics.net of Candy Lane in his in his disgusting body in that diaper. Oh, and then also uh, good photos of the of the Mako's girls. Mm-hmm. Did you notice Brianna right there in the center of Where? the new one? Which page is this on? This is on hideoutheretics.net. Out of my way, Chunks! 666 Party Picks on the second page. She's right in the middle there. And then that's underneath the two pic- new pictures of Candy Lane. Oh, yeah, there she is. Rob in the 407. Let's wrap it up with sports, buddy, okay? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Sports is true or false. A small German village was greatly offended when only one member of the Australian soccer team staying there attended a large celebration in their honor. Can we say who cares and be right or not? Yeah, I know. Jesus. 
Our NBA finals are going on. Come on, how about something more than the World Cup, you douche? You were telling me to do World Cup questions last time I did this. No, I didn't. I don't care about the World Cup. No one Who does. Who cares about the World Cup and a bunch of foreigners? All right, you're a winner. Hold on. Congratulations. <laughs> you're an American. That's what you are. Correct answer. Yeah, the NBA finals going on. Heat Mavericks. Which, by the way, tomorrow's sports question is not going to be the current score. That's not happening. <laughs> That'd be the biggest dick move. Yeah. I would even be mad at that. Not in the finals. Don't have for the finals. All right. Well, there it is. All right. Those new photos are up. Candy Lane is disgusting. Look I'm... at look at Uncle Buck over there. I'm expecting Steve Martin to hop in and say, "Hey, is it time to catch a train?" <laughs> I mean, just a f- I wish that the term fat baby wasn't already taken by our boy, uh, Drunky. Because I would wholeheartedly be willing to throw that over to uh, Candy Lane. He just got done eating a 90-ounce steak. Right. <laughs> All right, so you, uh, take it easy, Napier. I know you got some personal issues you got to go deal with. Poor guy. That's take- a faraway picture. I need a closer one. Like from her bedroom. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. So Hideout Real Radio 104.1, wrapping up Hour 3 on a Wednesday night, 06-07-06. Want to remind you, tomorrow's the Real Radio Promotions Job Fair, fourth floor from noon until 6. If you think you have what it takes to be a member of the Real Radio Promotions team, they'll be conducting interviews on the spot. Real Radio Promotions Department, tomorrow, realradio.fm, keyword, job fair. <laughs> Check that out. Come work for the hideout. That's what I would really... Yeah, hideout, we could monsters, use a few people on our side. Burke, the file. This is where you want to be. Coming up in a second, I guess you found a uh, top 10 worst 80s songs. Yeah, the worst songs of the 1980s. Uh, I believe it came out of a, uh, a uh, paper in Tampa. All right, so we'll do that in just a second. Be thinking about that one. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight. Just like Ronnie said. Oh, 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 oh. All right, a couple of things I want to run through quickly though before we get to that. There was a child born at six a.m. on six six six. The mother induced uh, for six days weighs six pounds six ounces, and he was named Damien. Oh, get the hell out of here! Why would they name Damien? Because the mother is a huge fan of horror movies, and specifically The Omen. What a bitch. Jesus Christ. Get the hell out of here. I guarantee you they probably even almost planned it this way. Thinking nine months. They induced it at the right time and everything. I I guarantee it was on their mind. Here's the problem. This kid is not going to be screwed up because of, you know, being born on 666 or anything like that. It's going to be screwed up because the mother is a weirdo Mm -hmm. and is trying to have a baby and recreate the omen, essentially. And I guarantee that there is not going to be a kid coming into the world named Damien that's going to be the Antichrist. It'd be too easy. It'd be too obvious. Right. A nice Charles or something like that. Ricky. Um, Ed. I'm going to give you the following story. I want you guys to, I guess, fill in the blank. Okay. You need to guess which state this happened in. Florida. (laughs) The People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals is bringing attention to a case of an alleged uh, bestiality incident. Henry Lewis is accused of having sex with a pony. Don't blame him. Cute animal. Research shows that offenders who commit bestiality often go on to other sex crimes against humans. 
and they should really be following this case closely, according to PETA. Two witnesses witnessed uh, saw the act about a month ago. A few days later, the pony was reported dead. <laughs> they have nice haunches. Let me ask you, where did this happen? Alabama. Winner. Really? That what? Was, that was way too easy, Doug. <laughs> Congratulations. It was wow. indeed Sweetwater, Alabama. Yeah, it's going to be one of the southern states. I was, like I was, going, I was yeah. going between Mississippi and Alabama. Yeah. I'm like, it has to be one of the two. Why does this Kentucky only... is a fallback. Let's say Georgia. This really a lot of times happens in the south. Is it just because of the fact south tends to be a little bit more rural than when you get up to the northeast? Now, for some reason, the south gets this uh, stereotype, but the north has just as much weird stuff going on. Uh, I think it's just the north is a better way of doing public relations. Yeah, than they we hide do down it better here. because I know when I was in school, a kid banged a uh, pig. What? In ag class, agricultural class. Is that for real? Yeah, I swear. And uh, the uh, the teacher made him come in and admit to it in front of the whole class. What? Oh, you got to tell this story. Come on, dude. Uh, the kid. What I, was her I, name? <laughs> Pooch. Uh, the kid. Ask <laughs> God. <laughs> the kid uh, uh, got caught by the teacher after school with the pig. I don't know if he was fully doing the act yet but he was full, getting ready he was at least fooling around with the pig naked i was an idiot <laughs> and he uh the teacher caught him and I to pee. made him say i had intercourse with the pig i was an idiot isolate that don't get i that think one. i think there's too much hooch in the bottom no nope, i think it was perfect <laughs> i think it can be edited out <laughs> Or it just takes on a whole other meaning of you admitting something. No. Dubs also, too. Uh, photos on MySpace get a family evicted from their apartment. This happened in Melbourne. A 14-year-old kid had a couple of BB guns tucked into his shorts, and it prompted a neighbor who I guess saw it on MySpace to call the cops and the landlord. The teenager's family has been given seven days to get out of the apartment. And um, apparently there have been numerous violations on the lease including a guest of her sons who uh, was arrested for burglarizing another apartment. They said the MySpace photos were just the last straw. <laughs> and now the mom has forced the son to take off the photos, but uh, the problem is they don't even know what they're going to be able to get into another apartment because once you get evicted, mm -hmm. it makes it yeah, a hell of a lot harder to get into somewhere else. Yeah, that follows you on your record. Now, we've all had bad neighbor stories. Hey, you know what else follows you on your record? I had intercourse with the pig. Perfect. I heard it. I could, like, hear it. Um, I remember this, when I was living in Ann Arbor, mm. there was this guy next door to where I was living, and this is awful. I hesitate to tell you guys because I know you're going to laugh, but I could hear him committing domestic violence. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Being a good husband, you Have a say? heart. Jesus, you idiots. Teaching a lesson. All right. <laughs> No, and Patrick, and um, I mean, it got real bad to where we started, you know, fearing for people's lives. So we called the cops. Mm -hmm. After we called the cops, they moved out like two days later. Oh wow! So that beatings moved uh, on on the road. Who knows? You know, who ass actually, kicking road show. And it was like it was a it was an Asian couple and the guy. Oh, they don't beat each other. Uh, I forgot to tell about. I forgot. There's an added part to it. The guy, Why did they get in a fight? She wore her shoes on the carpet? The guy would... <laughs> she was, she was talking can to I Michael tell my story? 
the guy would stand outside of our apartment and smoke and just look in. Like we had big glass windows that would let you out to the outside, Mm -hmm. and he would just stand there and smoke while me and my ex at the time were just sitting there watching television. He'd just look, he'd just look in and stare. Really? <laughs> and see what was going on. So, uh, anyway, that was one of my bad neighbor stories. Um, 407 Did you say this eviction story that you just, uh, you read about before happened in Melbourne, Florida? Yeah, here in Melbourne. We, we, I think we need an audio Florida tag. You know how FARC has the Florida tag for all the crazy stories? Just whenever we mention a story about Florida, it's like, Florida. I mean, a lot of this stuff. On it. Um, with the proud 100.3. Um, a lot of stuff goes on. You always got to be, you know, leery of the photos that are getting posted on MySpace and this, that, and the other. There are a few things that I wanted to share with you really quickly. Uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse coming back. It's going to be on the Cartoon Network's Adult Swim. Are they new episodes or? No, it's the original episodes. Wow. I guess there were only 45 total. I thought it was, well, I guess it's a once-a-week show, so 45 episodes, that's a good few years right there. Beginning July 10th on Adult Swim. Um, I guess people have been afraid to touch it for 15 years. <laughs> he, wasn't. he wasn't. Right. <laughs> gotcha. By the way, oh. we need that audio tag. That happened here in Florida. Shocker. Or Paul Rubens um, got, you know, arrested for indecent Paul exposure. Paul Rubin. I don't know the story. What, what happened? Florida. Uh, he... Touched himself in a movie theater. Yeah. Oh, to the movie Nurse Nancy, which was the first porno I ever saw. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Sandra Screen was a great actress. Now, I guess it originally aired Sunday morning, CBS, beginning in 86. All right, here's something I'd like to throw out to you guys really quickly. Think about it. We'll come back with it. Give me your top five shows from when you were a child. Okay. Your top five. Write them down, and then we'll... Go! To Hideout Real Radio 104.1. And so starts hour four on a Wednesday night, 060706. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Toasty stuff in the 407. What's up, Toasty? What's up, man? Hey, buddy. I have a story that would make uh, Dubs and Matt cringe. Mm. Uh, my friend had a neighbor, and they would encourage their kids to shoot my friend's cats with BB Ooh. guns, and we even found. One of the cats on the bottom of their trash can, under all the trash, so they would be thrown away with the rest of the trash. Oh, was horrible to his cat. That's terrible. I I need to borrow a BB gun if somebody could and head over to the arbors. <laughs> Thanks, toasty stuff. You stay away from the arbors and you stay away from my cat. She's sick. How is she doing? What's going on? Ah, uh, she's getting better. I have to give her uh, meds twice a day, which is a pain in the ass. Trying to squirt. Maybe that's uh, the problem. No, trying to squirt uh, uh, meds down her throat. It's tough. All right, now, uh, before we went to break, I was telling you that Pee Wee's Playhouse is making a comeback. Mm-hmm. I ma- love that show. I did, too. I, in fact, it's in my top five children's shows when I was a kid. It's not in my top five, but it was close up there. I was uh, debating it. All right, 407 I'd like to hear yours, or at least one of yours that would go on your top five. We'll give ours. We'll start it off with Darkness in the 540. What's up, Darkness? Yo, how about uh, dinosaurs? All right, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs is good. Not the mama. Is that the yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Sinclair. <laughs> I I never really watched dinosaurs. Dark. I love dinosaurs. It wasn't a long running show though. Yeah, it was. It wasn't it on ABC. It was a prime time thing. It was TGIF. Yep. Think. All right, here we go. I'm gonna give you mine. Okay. 
Eh, maybe we'll start off with somebody else. You got yours? I got mine, then. All right, go ahead, Dobbs. Number five, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Number four, Full House. Number three, Wonder Years. Number two, He-Man. And number one, Saved by the Bell. That was a constant watcher for me. All right, you know what? I didn't put mine... uh, I just left the children's shows, because I liked Wonder Years, and I liked those, but those weren't children's shows. See, those were my main core shows when I was growing up, though. Hmm. All right, these are shows that I really looked forward to when I was a kid. Let's go to Rachel on the 407 really quickly. What's up, Rachel? What do you got? Um, one of my top five, it has to be Fraggle Rock. See, Fraggle Rock scared me too much. I really? Was, I was real weirded out by the whole thing. You see, Fra- the only time I got to see Fraggle Rock was when I was over at my grandma's place and she had Disney Channel. Because it was on Disney Channel It was on HBO originally, wasn't uh, it? HBO and then went to Disney Channel. Okay. And I think they threw it on regular cable or regular TV just for a little bit. Yeah. All right, thank you, Rachel. Appreciate it, sweetie. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Here's mine. Uh, number five, Tom and Jerry. I always loved an episode of Tom and Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, Pee-wee's Playhouse. I remember Saturday mornings being stoked. Favorite part of Pee-wee's Playhouse, what was it? Uh, honestly, the word. And they just scream? The magic word, and they... You didn't like the... Mecca like a high, mecca honey ho. Yeah, that was Mecca like a high, mecca chiny ho. Was that Phil Hartman? Yes. Yes. Damn, I'm good. And sad. Number three for me, and it's a toss-up, probably G.I. Joe. Number two, Transformers. And one of my favorite shows as a kid, I was so stoked every time it would come on, Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. We were actually singing that uh, that uh, when we were coming up. Muppet Babies will make your dreams come true. That, I'm sorry, but I was just, that is one of my, I think that was my, that one. When you come here and you feel kind of weird and you wish that you weren't there. Now, G.I. Joe Transformers, weren't those like every day? What? They weren't, on, they weren't just on Saturdays. I thought they, they, were, I thought like, they, were, they were a 3 o'clock show or a 4 o'clock show. Yeah, every day like, like 3, 3.30, something along those lines. I'd love to go back and watch them now, like the old ones, and see what was going on there. Pez, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up? Hey, how you doing? What you got, buddy? Uh, Land of the Lost. All right, Land of the Lost, Doves. Does that one rank in there for you? Not for me. It was a little bit before and uh, before I was really into TV. I did watch it a little bit later on, and I did like it. That was a good one. It was right. just difficult to find. Gilgan's Island I watched a lot as a kid. I, let me tell you one that I hated. Ugh. Brady Bunch. Yeah. I loved Brady Bunch when I was growing up. I hated that crap show. It was so weird. Have I ever told you guys about after, like, in elementary school, after school I was babysat when my mom was still at work by an illegal family? Shocking. And they they had this place in Dallas, okay? Mm-hmm. But somehow it was old Mexico where they had, like, a, a mini ranch right off of the highway and, like, chickens everywhere. Just, like... Every stereotype you could think mm-hmm. of. No one spoke English, and I rem- and I think part of the reason I hated the Brady Bunch so much was because I would always, you know, go there after school and wait for my mom to pick me up, and they loved the Brady Bunch. 
and I hated Long being winter. there. I hated being there so much <laughs> that I got this negative connotation from the Brady Bunch just because I was at that place. You have to like Sam the Butcher though. And they would beat their, <laughs> they would beat their kids all the time. And I'm just standing there. Of course, there like, they aren't as good as the Brady kids. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, this is crazy. How can I get out of here? And they'd make me go feed the chickens. <laughs> what? And like the one horse or cow or pig or whatever they Tina, had. Llama. And I'm and I'm just like, <gasps> I don't want to feed. And we're in the city. I mean, it's weird. <gasps> we're like in Oak Cliff, which is like kind of the ghetto mm-hmm. of a little bit of Dallas. And there's like a, it's freaking Juarez. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Mariah in the 407. We got Mariah. Hey, there's a website called, I think it's called YouTube, Y-O-U-T-E-E. Yep. And you can find old clips, like intro songs, things like that, from all sorts of TVs. And I know they have Muppet Babies on there. I've been on there before. All right, let's see if we can find some Muppet Babies. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, YouTube.com. How does it exactly work? Do you just, can you, how do you record things from your, like, TiVo into YouTube? Do you just need some sort of a special hook up to your computer? I know a lot of people can catch it digitally on uh, their uh, uh, whatever TiVo is or anything, and then kind of do a transfer from there. I don't know how to do it personally. i got to figure that out. you got to have, like, a video capture software. And I think TiVo actually makes a version, like a TiVo version that's for your computer, that saves all the stuff on your computer. Oh, i got to find that I know out. That's what, I know that's what Soft used for the uh, BJ documentary trailer. It okay. YouTube. All right. Keith in the 407. What do you got, Keith? Yeah, i got uh, old Nickelodeon shows. Uh, first of all, Pinwheel. All right. Oh, yeah, Pinwheel. And, uh, and, of course, the classic, you can't do that on television. Uh, you Damn know it. what? You stole mine. Yeah, I I, uh, <laughs> I have to rework my list now. i got to see yeah, who's going to fall off. Um, I, I mean, that was Barf Burgers. I mean, that was classic. You're right, dude. All right, Tom and Jerry have just fallen off. You know what was one for me? It was before school, like when I woke up early, it was a treat for me. Zoobly Zoo on PBS. I have oh, that on my list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let me hear your list then, Matt. I have Hey Dude is one. Yes. Salute Your Shorts is two. Family Matters is three, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is four, and Zoobly Zoos is five. Power Rangers was on mine. How? I guess you guys are a little bit younger than us. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you guys are in that Power Rangers? Yeah. What's yours, Chunks? Number five, Muppet Babies. Number four, Garfield and Friends. I like Garfield, Garfield and Friends. Garfield and Friends was too. great. Uh, number three, have to go with that. Clarissa Explains It All. Uh-huh. Mm. I had a thing for Big fan of Ferguson. Number two would probably <laughs> be, the uh, would be Step by Step, because I had a thing for Suzanne Summers. And number one is The Turtles. Did you have a thing no, for Splinter? No Blossom? Um, Tommy, what's yours? I don't know. Mine aren't really that much kid shows, really. The more younger person shows. Okay. In no particular order, Parker Lewis Can't Lose. I almost put Parker Lewis Can't Lose on mine. I hated that. I yeah. loved it. Um, I added The Wonder Years just because I forgot about that. It was a good show. Um, you can't do that on television, which was mentioned. Uh, another one I just remembered, Degrassi Junior High, PBS. Never yeah. watched it. It's a great show because it's so awful, and I even knew it was awful back then. Uh, Remote Control. Remote uh, Control was good. Loved that show. And, of course, Baywatch. <laughs> which I just rewatched a few nights ago. It was most Terrible. Cool. It was even worse than I remember. It was... Why don't you watch Baywatch After Dark? It, oh, I watched that too. Oh. With Lou Rawls <laughs> yes. as the bartender. <laughs> he was the lifeguard by day and a detective by night. He was out such, of shape. Yeah, such a bad uh, idea for a show. The Baywatch I just watched was where um, the lifeguard Matt and his 
uh, and that guy Kelly Slater or something, the mm-hmm. surfer in real life, they're out surfing and their boards got taken away and there's an undercover cove and they ended up going down there with Nicole Eggert and they All were right, attacked enough. by a uh, gigantic squid. I can't handle it. I remember that one. I seriously remember that. I think that happened in about ten of the shows. Wes, uh, Wes in the 407 here in the hideout. What's up, Wes? Hey, guys. What's going on, hideout? Hey, buddy. You guys are, uh, do you guys remember the Great Space Coaster? All right, what's the Great Space Coaster? Remind us of that one. Well, it was it was like you know the great state. It was like uh, after reading Rainbow and all that stuff. And uh, um, I never I never hung around a PBS too much. I don't know why, but I was never like reading Rainbow didn't do it for me. Take a look. Well, reading Rainbow always sucked. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right, thank you, Wes. I think the effects on PBS were just so horrible. They just didn't have the money to produce anything that was worth. A Once damn. I got out of that Sesame Street range, I never really went back to PBS. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shaheen, you're in the hideout in the 407. What's up, Shaheen? Hi. But now I watch, because of Sonic the Hedgehog, Saturday M. I watched it last time on USA Cartoon, but I really missed on ABC Cartoon. Well, Sonic and Freedom Fighter characters are cool, since I've read on RG Comics. Sonic uh, is still cool, and he's fast. <laughs> Thank you, Shaheen. <laughs> she's five years old. I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I don't, I don't think, think she's hedgehog. from this country. I'm I, I don't think that she is... I think oh. she's reading a prepared statement. <laughs> That's true. Um, all right, well, there it is. I just wanted to throw that one out there. Ben in the 407. What do you got, Ben? Hey, how you guys doing tonight? All right, buddy. Good. Uh, how about a show called Today's Special? Do you guys remember that one? Yes. What is Today's Special, Chunks? I forgot. <laughs> well, then, what the hell? What was it, Ben? It was, uh, I-, I thought it was a dream, but I guess it was a real show. It came on Nickelodeon. It came in the mornings. It's about a mannequin in a department store. Oh wow, I do remember. I that was thinking about yeah, and they put the hat on the mannequin yeah, and it come comes alive. alive. Yes. Yeah, and kind of like a, kind of like a uh, a Frosty the Snowman for mannequins. Yeah, but for some reason the mannequin knew all of life's lessons. Mm-hmm. It was very very scary. All right, thank you, bro. Appreciate it. I know there was this one sto- there was this one show. I've talked about it before in the air. I think I talked about it in DC, and I always forget the name of it. It was an anime show. An anime cartoon. And they were traveling through space, and they were in this big spaceship that they could fire this ultra cannon out of the front of it. And they went through this whole thing when they had to fire the cannon. It was a, the ship was like red and blue. You know, I and wish I, I, I wish our old forums were up because people found out what it was and posted pictures. Back of on it. radiohideout.com. Yeah. And it was I loved it. Part of the reason I loved it so much, you know those big pens that you can get that are blue, that are multicolor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My dad always used to have those. <laughs> I love those things. So I would, like, when I was stuck and I was a kid, you know, you know, my dad was babysitting me or whatever, mm-hmm. I would grab one of his, you know, big pens. Make believe. And play this game <laughs> of this anime show. And I never remember what it is. Oh, man. All right, so Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. And yes, you can kill my cat. Planning on it. So Hideout, Real Radio, 104.1, hour three on a Wednesday night. Um, JC in the 407, what's up? Space Battleship Yamato, son. All right, that is the... I just found it online. Also known... Wave motion gun. That's what I'm talking about right there. Also known... 
Also known as Star Blazers. Exactly. I used to watch that when I was growing up in the Philippines. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I, and it's one of those things. I loved that freaking show. That little Bic multicolored pin was perfect for playing. Mm-hmm. I'd just be flying around the living room going through my own little battles. And what was it called, the name of the, the weapon? The Wave Motion Gun. Uh, what would it do? It would just blow up everything in its sight because it basically was the size of the ship and it would channel into the engines, shut down all power, and booyah! Everything yeah, in its no. way blasted to atoms. Cause it, that was I can't believe I missed out on this and thing. He's, he's completely right. It was cool. Like they would go through the whole thing of everything shutting down. Because there were the two guys, right? The guy with the weird hair and the guy with the buzz cut, and they were like rivals because they were pilots. Mm-hmm. And they'd like put the visor on and have the gun ready. It's like systems to go, right? Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. That's it, man. Thank you, brother. Starblade. I gotta get this, man. Collector's Edition DVD Series 1. Why? You know you're gonna watch it and it's gonna be awful. No, this is good stuff. <laughs> Starting price? So is Baywatch. 110 bucks? What? Wow. No. Oh my. I hear for 1, 2, and 3, $310. <laughs> Seasons 1, 2, and 3. Are those new or used or what? I'm sure they're new, but I'm telling you, man, this thing was a hit, dude. It really was like a. It seems like anybody who watched it got into it, but I don't think a whole lot of people watched it. Well, every time I talk about it, the phones blow up and like people know what it is. Yeah, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think the people who watched it were really into it and remember it. Right. But a, a lot of people just don't remember it. Like, what channel was it on even? I can't even begin to remember. And I don't even, I don't know if it'd come on Saturday mornings or if it was a, I almost want to say it was a daily thing. You know, it might not even have been something that was in every region. You know, it might have been one of those regional shows that people just picked up. Oh, uh, yeah. I definitely had it in Dallas. I mean, that's where I grew up watching it. In I Dallas. was such a channel surfer. I can't believe I missed out on this thing. Also, TL also hit it too. He's been sending me on uh, MySpace, Star Blazers. I bet TL has it. <laughs> Pass it along, brother. <laughs> Uh, David in the seven uh, seventy two. What's up, man? Yeah, what's up, man? Adam twelve. All right, Adam twelve. What was that one? A uh, cop show, like in the late seventies. Uh, yeah, uh, Matt. Early eighties. How old are you? It's all right. I mean, whatever. 30, 30, Thirty-seven. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not bad. That's not too. I'd never seen Adam twelve. Sorry no. about that, David. I haven't seen that one, but uh, I mean, they're even still the you know the older shows too. You gotta like like a Three Stooges, Foghorn Leghorn, Get yeah, Smart. Yeah. I hate it. Get smart. I Heckle and Jekyll. Did you ever see the new Get Smart with Andy Dick as his son? No. I heard about it. I never it was, watched it. It was great. <laughs> so anyway, Dubs, Pee Wee's Playhouse making the comeback. An Adult Swim. An Adult Swim coming up July 10th. I'm gonna have to watch those and see if they hold up. Remember, they won Emmys and everything. Oh yeah, they were huge. But now, as a grown-up, I would kind of like to go back and look. And see, like, all right, what was I watching as a kid, and what did I miss as a child that is completely there? Or what? How big of a waste of time where I was not taking anything in for all those years? Wasn't there like a hot chick on the show that would come visit Pee Wee? Well, remember Lawrence Fishburne was in it Mm -hmm. as the there's a lot of cowboy, (laughs) right? Wasn't Joe Suzuki in it too? The guy that plays Joe? Oh yeah, and Phil Hartman. Yeah, Phil Hartman, like Tommy said earlier. Good one, Matt. Fabian in the 407. What's up? Hey, what up, dude? What you got? Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, 
Uh, Wonder World is Carmen Sandiego. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is- yeah I made it Rockapella. I never did the Carmen Sandiego thing. I played the game a lot. They had a game, I think, on Nintendo. No, you know what, what it was on and where we had it at? On our Apple computers at uh, school. Oh, yeah. They had uh, Where in the World is Car- Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, you're right. I do mm. remember that, actually, now. I remembered it more being a video game. As opposed to anything else. That's why I never wanted to watch it when I got home, because uh, we would be playing it in school. <laughs> I remember that show, Ghost Rider? Hmm, never really watched it. I remember watching the Kool-Aid guy. Didn't they have a cartoon of that? No, I hold on a second. No, People... Just every commercial break. People told me to check DVDPriceSearch.com for Star Blazers. wonder how much I could get that there for. I, would you really pay $300? No. Well, so there's only 45 episodes of Pee-wee's Playhouse. Right. It ran from 1986 to 1991 on 45 episodes. I remember seeing the same one over and over yeah. again. I mean, some of them I just had memorized. Like, you know. Oh, fun. yeah, definitely. You'd see this one come on. I watched it before, but you'd watch it anyway again and just kind of recite it word for word. I remember uh, uh, Ernest was on it a lot, too. Oh, yeah. I hate Ernest. He died, didn't he? Yes. Of course he show some uh show some respect for Jim Varney. By the way, Dubs, seeing this, when will Matt Albert screw up his new relationship? Hmm. My guess, by the end of the year, thirty seven percent in the lead. Closely followed by yours by September. How many do I have? What percent? Thirty three percent. Nice. Tommy's one month is uh third place, and Chunks is by tomorrow is in last. Natasha Leone was in it? Was in on Pee-wee's Playhouse? Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah she was. Uh, let's go to Matt, anti-Matt in the 407. What's up? Hey, what's that? Now, you remember 321 Contact? Oh, yeah. Where they had them gay-ass cops that would solve all their cases with, like, calculators and doing math problems and all that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to look. That was the thing about the kids' show, too, some of them. Yeah. Always trying to teach you. What was that one apple? Like, what was it called? Uh, Newton's Apple. Newton's apple would always bore the hell out of me, and I'd turn it right away. I've never seen or heard of Newton's, Newton's apple. apple. No. Sons of bitches, let me find it. I'm right sorry, I'm, whatever. Jeez, calm M- down. Mr. Wizard. It, it was the early Saturday morning one. Like, if you, for some reason, got up at 6.30 on Saturday morning. Domino in the 352 had what you just said, Chunks. Repeat that one, Domino. Yeah, the uh, senile MacGyver with no plot, uh, Mr. Wizard. All right, Mr. <laughs> I, uh, uh, you know, here's another one that I would watch. Thank you, dude. It, as much as it sucked, uh, Inspector Gadget. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved Inspector Gadget. I loved that in the Pink Panther. The, the song really got to me in Inspector Gadget. I don't know what it was, but... Da, 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 Inspector the, the, the one where, it, like, bad stuff was happening and they were, like, running or had to get away with something. They had, like... Newton's Apple ran from 1983 to 1998. What? I, wh- Fifteen years of Newton's Apple glory. What was it about? Like, what were the characters? It wasn't even... It was just doing science experiments and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. It's like getting non-sugared cereal. It's not fun. I hate science. Uh, yeah, you know, now I really am very interested to go back and watch all these shows as an adult and mm-hmm. see what it was we missed. Don't do it. It'll just taint your memories. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. I try to go back and watch some uh, good old Saved by the Bell. Oh, I'm going to rip my face yeah. off. I still watch it. I hate it. It doesn't make any sense. How can I like this? But I'll watch all four hours. Especially especially the timeout years where he would... Uh, Miss Bliss uh, years. <laughs> Miss Bliss. And when they went to the uh, holiday resort... 
They all worked at the resort on the beach. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a summer. And uh, Leah Remini was his girlfriend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The one where um, Jesse's dad gets remarried. There's an interesting thing I've noticed about that one. The wife walks through the hotel lobby in a G-string. Oh, wow. Wow. I remember noticing that when I was a kid. I go, what the hell is that doing on Channel NBC at like 11 a.m. on a Saturday for a kid's show. And it sort of didn't hit any topic. I think the worst issue they ever had to deal with was Jesse took too many diet pills. Yeah. She started shaking. Well, that time, um, what was it? Kelly couldn't afford to go to the prom, so Jack, uh, Jack, Zach, Zach was outside and opened the window and they uh, danced outside the window by the picnic no, table. No, no, no. What about that time that they had the guy come and, uh, and do the anti-drug commercial, but he was smoking pot? <laughs> Yeah, there was that oh, yeah, that's right. It could, the reason he found out is because he gave Zach Morris the jacket, and he reached in the pocket, and there was a joint in there. Yeah, and he said, hey, I don't want this jacket. <laughs> and gave it back to the actor. <laughs> I, now, when you look back at it. Fake actor. When you look back at it, do you hate your childhood? Yes. With a just, passion. When you go back and you think about just all the stuff you used to watch, and you're just thinking, man, what the hell? What do kids watch these days? Oh, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> They're not even watching anything. They're having sex, <laughs> doing meth. What we should have been doing. All the stuff we missed out on. Damn them. <laughs> having all the fun. X-Con in the 863. What's up, man? Oh, what's up, man? What you got? Hey, uh, I got two for you, all right? One was uh, Leo the Lion. Uh, that sounds familiar, yes. but... Yes, what's Leo the Lion? Yeah, it was about a white lion in Africa, and he would stop everybody from carrying his rainforest down, you know, he just tires, you know. <laughs> All right, that like, seems so incredibly veiled. Wow. <laughs> and what was the other uh, one? The other one was uh, Brave Star. Brave Star. Don't remember Brave Star either. Yeah, it was like a cowboy, and he was like in Oklahoma, but the world was all messed up. It was like 2011, but back then, that was, you know, real futuristic. Oh, uh, you know... Like a... Uh, Eyes of a hawk, you know, and it hits you oh, so far, and it'd be like, uh, that, the puma. Oh, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that does sound familiar. Thank you, X-Con. That's the other thing you got to think about, too. Like, all this stuff was set in the year 2000. Here we are in 2006, and, like, the coolest thing out there right now is a car shaped like a box. My Scion. That's not the coolest thing. What are you talking about? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> SBK and I are going to start a club with our new Scions. Do you remember too when you're Whoa. when you're in school? They always say by the year 2010, by the year you're, by the time you're 30, you'll be living in space. We always got that a lot. Like you'll probably who would be tell you that? Space. What do you think? Do you think? Do you think? What we school will... did you go to? <laughs> do you oh, think yeah, we'll... you were in the LD classes for a couple of years, weren't you? <laughs> will we make it to space? Like any of us? Look around this room. Um, no, no, none of us will ever make it to space. <laughs> I think any of the pictures uh, from hideoutheretics.net or realradio.fm pretty much doesn't that sadden you just a little bit knowing that we're never going to be able to make it to space? No, I don't want to go to space. I have no uh, dreams or aspirations of trying to be weightless. But it's not about being weightless. It's just like you know, it's just something I'll never get to do. I mean, Never. if you have enough money, if yeah. you can end up uh, rounding up enough money, you can do it. You can uh, do it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But as you look around, it's just say, hey, man, it's just something wouldn't cut out for me. I'm just now starting to let go of playing in the NBA. <laughs> I think that one, I'm finally going to have to say, you know what, maybe it's not going to happen. <laughs> wow, you're still holding on to that dream? There's a chance I could grow 18 inches in the next week and then maybe get drafted this year. When was the last time you... Uh... You really seriously thought, you know what, I should go to open tryouts. 
I really should do it. Honestly, I gave that up like the year after my like I graduated from high school. I went to a couple of open tryouts. For who? I went to one for the Pirates, and I think I also went to one for the Mets. Mm-hmm. And it was intimidating because, I mean, I, at that point, I think it was even a high school kid. And you could just, there were grown men out there, like, you know, still like college kids. Yeah. Out there doing their thing. And here I am at the time, I was puny, you know, a puny 18-year-old. And I'm just like, boy, I don't have a chance. This sucks. They hand you a wooden bat, <laughs> and I barely get out of the infield. I'm like, all right, thank you, son. <laughs> Walk on. Please give us your number back. I'm like, all right, sorry. Didn't mean to waste your time. You get, I mean, it's so funny because you get in there, and you literally get, like, I don't know, maybe ten swings, maybe five swings. And it's like after you foul off the first three, you're just kind of like, all right, don't even worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and go home now. I just did it to appease my dad. He wanted to see if I had what it takes. Apparently I don't. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> To wrap up hour four here in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Tumblr says uh, he's 27. He's going back to the Predators open tryouts this year. Also, try for the Storm and the Florida Firecats, the AFL League. Wow. AF2 League, I guess. Um, I'm convinced if Matt had any sort of a work ethic and would allow it, I could turn him into a guy who would do pretty well at one of these things. You think so? Mm-hmm. He has physical ability. That's what's the most saddening. Have you heard me stand up? My knees and my, and my you know what? You have crap. no muscle tone. Because yeah, if you if you uh, got on a treadmill and did some stuff there physical on a normal daily basis, you would be able to build past that. You lay around all day. Yeah, and that that's why your hip sounds like. It'd get you running some steps, just not down them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it's just real. I don't know. You don't do anything. That's why your body's. Basically, Steel. atrophied. It's just I have nice shoulders, though. I do have but nice imagine shoulders. if you actually lifted weights, if you did something. But they're heavy. Instead of trying to <laughs> lift your body up off the ground. I mean, my God. I dude. have trouble doing that now because my wrist hurts. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he got, his wrist has been hurting ever since he watched Amistad yeah, last week. I heard it watching Amistad. <laughs> I don't know how I did it, but it just started hurting for no reason. Sympathy pains. <laughs> you got the stigmata. Was there a lot of crying slaves in the movie? Um, what do you think? Of course. Let's see here. Gay marriage amendment fails in the Senate. We knew that was going to happen. All right, this is saddening to me. What's up? Uh, doctors removed the third arm from the Chinese baby. I was hoping something would go wrong with it and they wouldn't be able to do it. I was begging for them not to because you could think of the great things that would happen if you had a third arm. Well, they, they removed the, the only uh, the single one on the right side. And it's just the two left arms. Right. <laughs> do you think they did it with like one just of those... swimming in circles. One of those electric turkey carvers? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants white meat? Here's that the ironic Asian. thing. The family, they were What's farmers. The family were farmers. You know they could have used the extra hand around the farm. Yeah, I mean now they, now they have to actually put the uh, put the uh, ad out in the paper. Needed farm hand. <laughs> Get 1.5 more production on the milking. Should have been great. That. Let me ask you. You think they'll turn that hand into like a back scratcher? <laughs> <laughs> or finger trap? I say I say jerky. 
You can hollow it out and see if make it a finger trap. Um, Calm down. He, he really liked it. You, you hit a home run with him. Thank you. Thank you. Like so, Pedro Serrano getting a fastball to me. Um, so anyway, I just I I can't believe it. I really thought they were going to help this kid. You know, and they said it had like all of the tissue and the nerves and everything. But he couldn't move it. It had bone too. Yeah, and everything. It was a it was an arm. They say this usually happens from like a twin or something that doesn't end up getting fully developed. Or something along those lines, but it was, was like odd. It's it just was an arm but in it a was, ripe spot. It was just the size. It was like his size. Yeah, it wasn't like just like a little mini arm sticking out. Like, That'd be creepy. <laughs> All right, now here's what's funny. I have you boys. Whenever you mm-hmm. call up, you give your you know your hideout name. What name do you want to go by? Area code. And then I have the boys. Whoever screens the phone calls. Rank, like give the give the calls grades, okay? A B C D. A is A's are very rarely given, sadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A's are on I've point. I've never given an A. A's are on point. They're funny. The the caller knows what to do. They get right to it. Mm-hmm. All right. B's are it's on topic. It's um, it's good. It's good, but it's not earth shattering. All right. C is it could probably slow down the show. You may want to wait and see where you go from that. Yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll go back and rework them in a few minutes. And then F is it sucks. Mm. Okay. There are no Ds. All right. Now C Lane by far grades the toughest. I, he for some reason is that college professor that does not give out an A. Yeah, there's no curve. And he adds plus or minuses, which I do like. Helps. It definitely helps. I have this one on the phone right now. And I'm gonna. I'm, I don't know whether or not to go to it, but occasionally I just want to bring it to your attention that when you call, you are being graded. And I've always told too, if you ever hand a C, if you give me a C on the board, go back, try to help the phone mm-hmm. caller, help him be a B or an A. This is Christy in the 386. Her brother molested a cat. Wants to rat him out on the radio. <laughs> is that an A call? It was given a D plus. What? <laughs> what the hell? What call? Which doesn't even exist in the grading system here in the hideout. Why would it get a D plus? I limit now. Before we talk to Christy, I want you to tell me about the grading process. Why did you give this a D plus? Because we're not talking about cats or molesting cats, so it's kind of off topic, but it's semi interesting. So it's not total F. There has now, to be something she wrong a little with it. Hot. If it's only semi-interesting. now, when you when you talk to her, did you get like a feeling from Christy in the three eighty six? Uh, not in my loins. I'm talking. Do you think? Do you think it's a true story? Right? I mean, what do you? Why do you Not have to have? You have to have another reason other than off topic to give it a D plus. It just sounded kind of out there to me. Right. Does he have any idea of what's good radio? If someone wants to rat out their brother for molesting a cat, dude, that's an A. All right, all right, all right. You would give it a C if, like, you think it's bull. All right, uh, A minus. Right, hold on. Go back. Screen Christy off the air. Talk to her really quickly. Ask her the story again. Regrade her. I want to hear you. All okay. right. I want to hear. Here's a little behind the scenes here radio, here in the hideout. Hey, Christy. Tell her it's hey, Candy Lane. Hey, tell me about this, uh, your brother diddling a cat thing. 
Does it seem pretty legit? Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> he was drunk. Duh. Duh. Look at that fat Uncle Buck bastard. I'm his, glad I can't see him. His fat cheek is holding the okay, phone next to his shoulder. Okay, uh, any uh, insertion. Uh, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta skirt around that. And you can't say the uh, the a. All right, yeah, please, yeah, that's good. Simpson. Yeah, you can cut the mics off for that. <laughs> you can't say. Oh, you're on mic. How does it retard? Does it right. seem legit? I put it on hold. I put her on hold. <laughs> and he's going to put her on hold. All right, go back and regrade the story. Okay. After hearing it again. After screening her for a second time, what grade would you give her? I'm hearing him. I, by the way, good job of phone screening. All right, he has now given her B not, plus. not an A. He's given her a B plus. <laughs> he refuses to give an A. Even I've given an A. Yeah. Well, she waited a month. All right, hold on a second. All right, let's talk to Christy now on the 386. All right, Christy, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Tell me the story of what happened. Okay. Like a month ago, it was on, actually, it was St. Patrick's Day, whatever, and um, my brother started, like, touching the cat inappropriately. St. Patrick's Day. So and, um, three or four months? What? Go ahead. <laughs> Talking for I'm not sure if I should, like, drop him off in a jungle somewhere so he can be happy with animals. Or if I should... All right, here's the thing. You were right. You that were was right. A D. That was a D call. You were originally right. Yeah, stick by your uh, your uh, guns. Just because I corner you doesn't mean you have to change the grade. It means you, he wants a hug and kiss. You could have said Hefe. <laughs> I'm telling you, this caller doesn't have it together. She can't tell a story well. Maybe it's interesting. I partly think it's crap. And part of me is she can't tell a coherent uh, sentence, form a coherent sentence, or tell a story. Right. And then you stick by the D. Now you know what? <laughs> oh. I said you. Oh. Cut that you out. Please. Thank you. Isolate. Isolate. Get it. You still have time. Ah. Uh, but the problem is that you let us peer pressure you into giving it a good grade, and it obviously doesn't. So now I... I respect your grading even less. It's too easily uh, changed. You screwed up. All right. All right, 407 I want to see somebody get an A. So Think hide, it'll happen? Not by the end of the night. So hideout rural radio 104.1. Or... All right, so now people are trying to call up and get A calls. I had to tell C-Lane to let line four go. You can't even say that on the radio. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I didn't want to call Chunks a Seamaster. Part of me uh, <laughs> likes letting people know about the grading system. Mm-hmm. The other part makes me worry. Why is that? I don't know. I feel like people are going to be judged. I don't know. Nah. you got to be held accountable. We're held mm-hmm. accountable. Bring, bring something to the table. We're leaving it up to our call screen as to whether or not it's a good call. All right, this one is allegedly an A++ call. Oh. Mr. Fiddlefeather, you're in the hideout on Rural Radio. Yes. Hello, boys. How are ye? Fine. I would just like to say I diddled the hindquarters of, of a feline. All right, and get it out. Say, it was get a it design. D. Exquisite. D. Fantastic. <laughs> that was a D call. <laughs> now you're grading I too high of a curve. Wow. 
<laughs> Bitch, that guy never gets laid. <laughs> All right, occasionally we'll go through these. This was given an F+. Plus. Don in the 407. Hey, what's up, hideout? Yo. Hey, buddy. Hey, uh, if, uh, I heard the guy thought Chalks was done, but if C-Line breaks his leg, I heard that they got to put him down. Is that true? All right. Good one. Yeah. Good thing that was really what you told me you were going to say. Fact. Stop. <laughs> what the hell, man? The first laugh he's ever gotten. I, <laughs> I, I hate that word. Stop it. That's awful. I hate that word. It's wrong. We're making jokes back here involving Giggle. that word. All right, now here's Herbert in the 386 who apparently is the person who diddled the cat. Okay. I'm not interested. I really could care less. Have unless, fun. Do what you need to do. Unless that cat was Sadie Lou. Mm. Yeah, then I'd be over beating your ass. Then it doesn't particularly matter to me. <clears throat> All right, should we, should we get C-Lane off the phones then and try putting Matt back in there, see if we can get some A calls? Because here's the whole point about the grading system, too. It kind of holds our phone screens accountable, too, for trying to uh, tell you guys how to make it better for the air. Because part of the phone screening job is to coach and help people. You know, not, not everybody does this, you know what I mean? But you want to, when you call a radio show, you want to make sure you have something good. Yeah, you want to make sure you get over. Exactly. So, you know, part of the phone screener's job is to help you get over. Maybe you have a good story. But, um, you know, you don't know quite how to put it. The phone screener's there to help you out. Or you might be going a little bit long, and that can turn a very good story into a very bad story really quickly. Some people appreciate it. I've had a couple people that call back and say, thanks for helping me punch up my story. You know, they like it that, you know, you're coaching them along. Yeah, we're trying to help them out. I've never seen one person get mad at that. Yeah, just be like, hey, this is a good story. Why don't you just say this, though? Turn your radio down as soon as you hear the little, you know... Then you know you're on the air. Uh, here's uh, Sadie Lou in the 407. Sadie Bastards. Lou, you're in the hideout. What's up? All right, Dubs, touch. Beat it. And yes, you can kill my cat. That Get was here. that was given a B plus. <laughs> I'd have given it an A. <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, that gets an A. In my I book. don't just hand out A's. You I'd give it a to. D. <laughs> Whoa! Hey, Sadie Lou, zinga! <laughs> Jock. <laughs> what kind of call would you give an A, C-Lane? <laughs> yeah, he's in the phone. Yeah, something where, hey, that phone screener's great. <laughs> that guy that you have, Candy Lane. I kissed Dude. a lot of my guy friends. <laughs> All right, well, there it is. I so. kissed Dude. a lot of my guy friends. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm beat. <laughs> all right, I, all I'm right. trying to coast through this last break give, and get I give home. mine 7 and A automatically, like I, this guy. All right, here's, here's our sales guy, Wild Bill. Jesus Wild Christ. Bill, you're in the hideout. I have a quick little story. <laughs> all righty. No. I've been... So here goes nothing. Um, I had a Blackberry at one point. I put it in the yogurt. Then I sunk it in a chocolate shake, and I buried it. Yes, I buried the son of a bitch for 100 years. That's an A. This guy works here. I love him. How effing scary is that? I love him. That is an A. Best call ever. 
That's what I'm talking about. Bring it when you call. <laughs> Don't just call up agreeing and, and disagreeing. Buried it for a hundred years. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh boy. Jay in the 407. I hope you can top Wild Bill. No, I'm sorry, I can't, man. But listen, I want to give you a big tour in the United States Army. I don't agree with everything you guys say about politics, but I love your fucking show, man. Thank you, bro. Uh, I love your effing call. A plus. (laughs) Here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. Did I miss anything else? I dumped that, but like my headphones popped out, and I was like hurrying to put them back in because I just had a feeling something like that would happen. (laughs) All right. All right, Brian Peppers has a call in here about touching cats, but it was given an F minus because the joke is now old. It's the same guy who called it as Sadie Lou. Not funny anymore. You know, I used to like J Dub's cat. Not not when it went by Sadie. I still like it. J Dub's cat. So beat it, loser. <sighs> All right, well there we go. I don't think that's the real Brian Peppers anyway on the phone. Uh, we haven't heard it. Clearly, Brian Peppers is not on the Hey, phone. by the way, real quickly. So, Napier, I guess he's gone. But, like, he wouldn't have something happen. Napier is like, hey, I got an idea for a call-in character. Okay. It's something based off of the Little Shop of Horrors. And it's about Candy Lane. <laughs> and he's like, I got a couple things written down in the back. Why don't you let him do it? I told him, hey, do it whenever you get a chance. <laughs> and then the whole thing with his grandmother happened, so I, maybe tomorrow we'll get that. Did it sound terrible? I just told you. That's all he told you? Yeah, oh, I, I've yeah. heard it a little bit. He's like, what do you think about it? I'm like, it's epic. That <laughs> is fantastic. He uh, he actually did call in as it from the other room, and he, and he wouldn't say that it was him. But uh, so and, you, and, you would, him. and you wouldn't even put him through? Oh, I hung up on him so fast. All right, well, we'll keep trying. We'll keep working it. Yeah, the, it's it's good. All right, my friends, that does it for a Saturday night show. Because last night was Friday night to us at Mako's. If you missed the pictures, hey, by the way, are we getting up some of those podcasts from last night? I would really like what people are calling the one minute of tragedy. <laughs> Chunks' take on the one minute of comedy with Drunky the Bear. I covered broke during that segment. Uh, no, it didn't, obviously. So uh, we'll see if we can get that on the podcasting. Well, we got the photos from last night out at Mako's and the 666 party. We got some on hideoutheretics.net, the uh, unofficial web board for the show where all the heretics go and post things. And also, too, we have uh, pictures on realradio.fm. And go vote in the poll about Matt Arbert's relationship. Yes. And if uh, you have any pictures of Brianna from Mako's, Bateman at WTKS.com or Bateman at realradio.fm. All right, so those are just a few. She's kind of hot. Of the ways that you can get <laughs> a hold of us. Uh, wake up at the Monsters in the morning. Schenenberg Middays, Phil Fon in the afternoon. Hide out back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Rest in peace, Earthquake. Be somebody and always talk good. Oh, don't forget about the job fair tomorrow, Heretics, for promotions, noon until 6. Be a part of the Real Radio promotional crew. Interviews on the spot. Be there. Do that. Be somebody with the Hideout. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000, 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. No!
smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I doubt. I, 5,000.